Good morning and welcome to the ONA program. The ONA virus spreading across America thanks to XM Satellite Radio. The number uh, one satellite radio company in the world. Yes. It's not even close. Not even. Whose water is this? Ew. I was ready to swig a bottle of water that's been sitting here all weekend long. Why don't people clean up? Get rid of that right away. Clean that up. Patrice O'Neill helping us out once again today. Thank you, Patrice. Love having Patrice here. Ahead of time. Love having Patrice here. I read the message boards. You're a hit, my friend. You're a hit. Oh, I appreciate You're it. You're a scream. You're going to be big. You're <laughs> going to be a star. I'm over here with tears in my eyes looking at this Kong thing. I don't. I can't go see it. Yeah, we were talking uh, before the sh- uh, show started uh, this after, this morning about, uh, what was that, a minute ago? I think we were and, having uh, separate <laughs> conversations with Patrice O'Neill because I was having my own conversation with Patrice. <laughs> were you? And I was ready to bring up my conversation with Patrice. And you beat me too with your conversation with Patrice. I read a little and then I talk to Patrice. I read a little more. You're getting around, Patrice. Jesus. Uh, just... I thought I was bonding with you this morning, and I what find was out your... that Anthony was <laughs> with you. What was your conversation? Uh, we were just talking about radio and how David Lee Roth's going to be a complete failure. Oh, I was well, ju- I was just yeah. giving him some of the uh, the the inside uh, doings of what this is all about. Uh, he's starting to get it actually. I go, Patrice, how much great radio did we do last week on XM? He goes, man, yeah, we had a killer week. There was so much going on with uh, Twinkles or whatever the hell that guy's name, Twitchels. A lot of fun. And People Big A. Talking about it, yeah. And there was just tons and tons of material that we uh, gave everybody. And I looked at Patrice and I go, you know what? It just doesn't matter today. We have to start all over. Mm-hmm. This it's is like stand-up comedy. It's like, remember I was funny last yeah, week? Yeah, remember that? No, we don't. Nope. You better be funny again. What have you done for me lately? You got to entertain them. You- I They're like animals. They turn on you. I want to be able to film a sitcom, man. 13, 16 episodes. Then you sit back and just hang out and yeah. watch it on TV. And people will see you in public and go, hey, you're great on TV. But you're not really great on TV because you haven't done anything on TV in a very long time. You just sit back and reap the benefits. You reap the benefits. And then you know what they're all about. You know how good each episode is. Right. So you could go, oh, wait till next week. Right. We can't stay away till tomorrow. We don't know. No. Could stink. No. I mean, no one gives a shit that we had a great week of radio last week. They That's last week. If we suck today, they're going to tell us how much we suck. And it's just you stink. And I that's what I told Patrice. I go, David Lee Roth is going to be a complete failure uh, doing this free FM here in New York and wherever else they're going to syndicate him because he just doesn't have the radio mind. And it, it amazes me these radio executives uh, don't see that. They just assume, well, David Lee Roth could talk a little bit, and he's a celebrity. Let's throw him on the radio. It but should work. A radio guy. It's like the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's uh, no radio guys left because all those guys get you know left the business years ago because they were fed up. Here's I, what I heard. You uh, in, from Infinity executives, mm-hmm. certain Infinity executives. Well, you didn't hear the demo tape. He showed a lot of promise and a lot of what uh, we were looking for. That's great. That's what Infinity said. Dude, when we got a David job. David Roth demo tape. When we got a job, I was uh, I was working solo, and then Ant and I met, and uh, the rest is history. Anthony and I had to get a demo tape together to sell yeah. ourselves out there, right? So what do you do? I took three weeks of our shows, put it together, edited it in such a way that it made it sound like it was one show, and sent it out. And it's everyone called back. The golden show. The golden show. And everyone uh, started calling me going, Wow, you guys, uh, this is one radio show? 
<laughs> one bit from three weeks. And one I go, bit a day from three weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but how it was, you know, put together, you couldn't tell the difference. So mm -hmm. these, you know, these people are questioning me going, this is one show that you guys did? I'm like, oh, yeah, we had a slow day that night. You know, just being so right, casual right, right. about it. And then, and then the next thing you know, we're getting hired like crazy. And the, the fact is, it was like a best of tape from like a month of shows or whatever it was. Told you when this dude, when you was late for coming in for the snowstorm oh. and shit, I'm sitting there like they're like, well, shit, Anthony's stuck in it and he ain't moving. I'm like trying to keep a cool brow and shit, <laughs> and I'm like, oh lordy. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, and Opie's like, hey man, you know, dang, I'm sitting there just drinking the water, looking at, uh, not even looking up at the pavement. I'm like, if this nigga Anthony don't show up, <laughs> you better start playing. Uh, <laughs> you better, you better play your old demo tape. <laughs> No, we hit Patrice O'Neill is no, going to no, be no, a rap. <laughs> I knew his, I knew his cell phone was charged and ready to go. That's yeah. why I didn't have any flop sweat. I knew I could get a, I knew I could get a hold of my uh, my pal Anthony. Yeah, People we, seem to have been, uh, enjoyed that uh, little segment of it me was driving fun. it, and they want like to record me every morning driving in, but you'd, it would it's dull. That was exceptional. Yeah. Every morning my drive in is fine. I get on, boom, I get in, everything's done. It's just that rare occasion where. Uh, that was the first time that happened in over a year. Right. Ever since we've been on the air. Yeah. It's the first time that happened. So just wrapping up with uh, Patrice, and I'm like, David Lee Roth, he doesn't have enough info in his head to do a radio show Monday through Friday. He's going to run well, out David of shit. David Lee Roth he's gonna run out. He's going to run mm. out of shit, though, within a month. Running and then out of what? Shit. Yeah. And then what? Running out of shit is different than info. It's like he needs to know how to make a radio. Like, you need to just know how to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like funny, all funny guys can't do stand-up comedy. Because it's like a skill thing that you have to learn, right. you know what I mean? So, I mean, you can't, you got to give David Lee Roth at least five years before you judge him. I, uh, I yeah, right. <laughs> In the radio world, they, they'll barely give him a year, maybe uh, nine be months. Before uh, me and Opie went up to Boston and, and did a radio up there, uh, the station on Long Island was trying to pull some shenanigans with the deal, trying a little spite against Opie and stuff, and... And uh, they knew that we had the deal up there in Boston. But they came to me behind Opie's back and said, look, we want you to take over the shift that Opie had. This is just bullshit that happens in radio. And uh, I knew I was going up to Boston to do radio with Opie. But also, in my head is, do you think I could now, because I, I, me and Opie work out on the air, and I enjoy doing radio, and uh, you find me funny... That I could just solo it. Just do it. That like after a few now now all right just do yeah. what you do and yeah. so like it had nothing to do with the chemistry between me and Opie. Opie's talents as a guy that is a seasoned you know radio veteran at the time. Right right. Uh, even though he hadn't been in it in it for for you know twenty years at that point, you'd been doing it enough years where you knew the formula of radio. Right. There's a format. There's a thing. There's a thing you do. Right. There's a thing that I have no clue that I, I, I don't do. That's not my gig. I don't do that. I comment on shit. Comment. <laughs> I'll make some funny remarks. I know radio. Yeah. He knows radio. You, there's nothing better than want to just dump Anthony Opie right out of his fucking. All right, this here. Here we don't need you. Get the fuck out. But you, <laughs> I'm watching this shit. And it's like you know you you going off. I'm yapping and shit. And then he's like, all right, we got all these, like, he got all the CDs, all the paywall. Yeah. Like, I'd just be, you know, hey, you know, Brad adopts Angelina's children. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know that? That's crazy. Callers, what do you think? What do you think about that? It's like taking Nigga, a boat. Nigga, we ain't boat. calling nobody yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking a boat and saying, I got a motor. I don't need this fucking rudder. I'll just throw that thing overboard, and we'll be fine. As and then you, you just... 
putter around hitting reefs. La, 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 <laughs> yeah. La, la, la. yeah, you just you, you want to just go, ah, you, you want to always let, you don't want to let anybody feel like you can't go without him. Right. You know what I mean? So this right. might sound like, oh, you're kissing Opie's ass. But if you, like, sitting here, you go, all right, good, all I need to do is, and sometimes I don't even need to say shit. But it's just like, okay, you, well, maybe it's time to say something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, then it's like, he's, all right, let's, we got plenty of stuff here. And every time yeah. he says that, I go, what the, what are you talking about, plenty of stuff? I'm running out of stuff to say. No, we got plenty of stuff here. Mm. <laughs> and then the subject changes. We got and Tyra we're Banks. Off. And then he. Yeah. <laughs> remember, Tyra Banks yeah. never got on. <laughs> he was saying t- two things he was saying for a week. Tyra Banks and uh, Gay, the gay rapper. The gay rapper. Never... I got it right here. And it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. We got it right here. It's still <laughs> there. The bag is ready to go, bro. And That's all... the magic, Patrice. And all the employees, all interns, all the producers, all come to. Opie. Anthony yeah. reads until 6.59 and a half. I'm a reading motherfucker. <laughs> and Opie comes in here and it's like, hey, what do you think he's listening to remixes of him yeah. last week? And, That's you know, what about this and that? And it's like, you know what? No, I was listening to all the Dickie Goodman remixes. Oh, We've decided awful. to bail on that bit. Godspeed, Dickie Goodman. So Rest long. in peace. So you're, long. You're gone. You had a couple of more minutes on this show, but it's over, Jim. And then someone put our Howard rant to, like, uh, Doors music, and it's just, ugh. It stinks. <laughs> so we, we decided to pass on that as well. Now, the David Lee Roth thing, to bring it all back oh, yeah, around. Okay, go ahead. He was a good guest when he'd be on Howard's show. Uh, it was entertaining. The guy's high energy. He'd have he's stories. He's a nice guy, that guy. Yeah, and I guess he's a nice enough he's guy. He's a nice guy, man. He's not one of those rockers where you go, like, if you ask him a question, like, we was sitting at the village one day, and was like, David, what was better pussy? Just the gigolo pussy or everybody jump? He's like, no, oh, man, everybody jump pussy because... <laughs> Because the girls don't expect nothing out of you. It, it, it was like you, he knew exactly what. So he wasn't like one of those guys like, mm, mm. Uh, He was a know. cool dude, but, you know, yeah. he, he's a nice guy. See, I have to preface that, that the dude is a nice guy. But we talk but about that. He's going to run out thing of, of being a good about. guest on a show right. and, being entertain- and doing some entertaining radio as a guest. And then it's your show. Right. That's rough. He right. needs bits, and he doesn't have bits. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. have fun. Godspeed. They, they see how Obi was running the show there. That anyway was running the show. Anyway, there. boom. Anyway, that's oh. a little a little oh. tiller move. Hey Doug, is this really you? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Doug Stanhope, everyone. <laughs> there how he are is. You guys? Doug, what's up, man? What time is it? Are you in LA? No, no, I'm in uh, Bisbee, Arizona. It's uh, five in the morning. Okay, yeah, I was trying to figure out why you're you doing all this early. What are you doing in Bisbee? Uh, that's where I live. You live in Arizona? Yeah, it's a little town down by the Mexican border. Doug, got, Doug has, has nigger qualities. He really wants to just drop off the earth. <laughs> but he has to get famous enough for anybody to care. Doug is one of those guys like me who wants to quit, but he can't quit till he gets can't quit. quittable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Patrice exactly O'Neill in right. studio, uh, Doug. You're one of those guys that just kind of moved to Arizona and... What, bought a house for, like, a mansion for 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, basically, and it's right by the border, so when shit gets weird and FEMA starts putting people in camps for real, I can go the other way. And <laughs> he could leave and go to Mexico. Jump the border south and, you know, high-five the guys coming over for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan's told some pretty wild stories about you, man. <laughs> you guys have always been so cool to me. I keep getting emails out the ass. Go on O and A. They're always they're, they're big fans and blah blah blah. And I, I I'm never in New York, so 
So, so you said, so, what the hell? I'll call today. Well, no, I, I, I've been uh, like clean and sober for uh, like three weeks. I was Get the fuck out of here! Really? Is that just yeah. something on purpose? Uh, you're gonna pursue yeah, this, just, or just to, just to see what it was like? And then uh, today, I go fuck this, and I ate a bunch of mushrooms, started <laughs> drinking wine, smoking cigarettes again, and yeah. So now I'm still up. I get a Xanax trying to knock me out, and I'm sitting on MySpace like a fucking faggot in the middle of the night, looking for friends. <laughs> His dog is just like us. God damn, yeah. He's a comedian someone that's just me, like hey, you. Someone emails me and says, hey, if you're still awake, call Opie and Anthony. Here's their number. And I go, I'm not going to be awake in an hour. And here I am, chugging still down awake. to the wine. Still awake. And I go, fuck, I'll call Opie and Anthony. So you're on the tail end of just being up all night. Yeah. 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 You must get yeah, some good right. mushrooms in Arizona, huh? The engines uh, know, know where to get them. Yeah, I, I get a good stash. Uh, I've just been picking at them little by little all day. I didn't go f f full tits out. What made you go on the wagon, though, in the f first place? Well, I, 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 I binge on the road. Yeah. Know, to the point where my fucking hands shake like Parkinson's disease. Like I, I actually f well, f think about faking Parkinson's so I don't have to admit I'm a reckless alcoholic. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That would be a great gig, man. I, I I saw I never saw the actual video, but I saw the uh, clips on the infomercial with you on that Girls Gone Wild video. Oh, you look like you're shame. completely tanked on that whole thing. How could you not be? That guy's <laughs> such a douchebag. It's so not fun for for all the fun it looks like it should be. That guy sucked every ounce of fun out of just you know. The guy that runs it, right? What's what's his yeah. name? Joe Francis, he's such a douchebag. He's such a egomaniacal. Yeah, I don't want to say date rapist because he would sue me for that. Cause that is defamation. <laughs> but I mean, he fits all the profile of it. He's just like, uh. he comes off like a real creep, like just yeah. a scary, creepy guy. He's the worst person I've ever met, and I've I've been with some wow. fucking people in my life. What's it like? <laughs> like like it comes off like the chicks are all into it, and uh, everything's like fun, like you said, like fun and everything. But isn't there a lot of like coercion going on with these girls? And well, with, with him, if he's there, there's a yeah coercion of a different sense. He doesn't give a shit about the business. He's there for his own personal amusement. Just get laid. Is, you know, just horribly degrading. Like everything you would think a, a, a porn magnet is, he's that guy. Yeah. Like just really seedy. But uh, I mean, the chicks that are all into it are the dumbest fucking chicks in the world. Yeah, so of that's course. That's not even amusing. You know, that that I'm 38 years old, so that whole giggly. I I can't believe I'm going to show you this. I don't want to. Oh my god, I don't. I, I'm not trying to fucking talk you out of a hand job on prom night. Show you this and get off the bus. It is what it is. That's the, that's the one thing you get older is that the anticipation of titties is in, in gone after you turn 30. It's just yeah. like, ah, come on, pull your tits out. You don't understand. Yeah, well, I mean, this coy shit nice. is dead. Yeah, tits are always nice to look at, but I'm not going to fight for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have no muscles no more. You don't have you don't have no muscles after you get 35. Like you go to yeah, you go no to pull shit. a titty out. She's like, "No, you be like, "Okay. Uh, All right, bitch. No means no in my world now, bitch." Isn't it? Don't have the patience Let's give for up this. The fight at that point. There you go. Once I learn how to pull yeah. a titty out with the two fingers and they come out the front instead of dealing with the back, I don't play yeah. around no more. You just, just like, fuck it. All right, sweetie. Thanks for the. Uh, Did hey. you fly on the guy's jet? 
I, well, I flew on his jet a couple times, but when I could get on the bus with the crew, because the crew was phenomenal, yeah. go, I'm fucking, I'll, I'll ride with the crew and meet you there. You don't want to fly in the jet? No, I don't. Did the crew just badmouth the guy all the time? Everyone fucking hates that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isn't he getting sued for some, some He's uh, always some, in, uh, always in some shit. Uh, uh, fucking court is his part-time job. He's got uh, He's gotten off on a lot of those um, underage things. He got off on one of those, and a lot of the ones where the girls said they didn't sign consent forms or, or shit like yeah, that. lawyer money. I don't see anything about money. it. And the guy is so fucking filthy rich. Is he really? Like, I don't know who's buying <laughs> those things. They just don't look like something you want to buy and pop in the... Uh, and the CD uh, you know player. You find them, I, and I, it's just a guess, but it's all the, you know, people who, the, the, the Christian right in the middle of this country that you assume doesn't really exist in that many numbers, but, but once he got it on TV and made porn okay, like that's, that was his, his brilliance was making porn, it's the only even pseudo-porn that they sell on television. Yeah. And it was pretty, like, it got pretty heavy-duty. What, what they show in the infomercials, one thing, but, you know, there's yeah. pussy in there, right? Yeah, but that, that way, the guys that you don't think still exist that have to lie to their wives about watching porno, yeah. they, they can justify that by going, it was on TV. <laughs> yeah, I bought this on TV, man. Yeah, you bought that fucking like exercise machine. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. why can't I buy something? Oh, that's great. Yeah, and that's why they have fucking Snoop Dogs or comics host the things, so then they can say, I just wanted for the comedy. I love Snoop Dogg. I'm a big <laughs> <Yeah>. rapper. <laughs> hey, Doug, we got to ask you about that baiting thing you do. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, With uh, the pedophiles, we're, and I think you go after the uh, the abortion people, too, right? Yeah, it's, it's so hard to... Uh, do any justice to without reading it. If you go to my site or baiting.org, we're, we, we, we got a book deal now. We're going to put it into a book. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he goes online and baits, you know, pedophiles and stuff. And then, then what? You just have the conversations on your website? It's basically a, like a prank phone call, only it's on instant messenger, where you bait the pedophiles into thinking you're a 13-year-old girl, and then you just fuck with them. Because once you get a guy jacking off, yeah. then you can fuck with them as much as you want. And, you know, so you, if you're fucking a girl, and then right in the middle she goes, I think I have herpes, you're going to keep fucking her because you already started. <laughs> do you need a consent form to do that? Hmm. Uh, we, uh, consent form to like, do like to like say you, some dudes like you know to put some dude on the thing that's like you know talking to a thirteen year old girl and you're no, like this you have to do is change no. the screen what? name and you're in oh you just what? you don't even you don't acknowledge it's him or something. no mm-hmm. being a, yeah, well, a beginner well, lawyer I would assume that's well, that's the only thing you need to do to save your ass go ahead well, Doug yeah. sorry. For, for legal reasons, when we put it into a book, we'll have to change their screen name yeah, and yeah. own the domain or the, the own the screen name. Now, right why now. is that? Well, because it, 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 defamation is any time. If you uh, accuse someone of doing something illegal, then you can get sued for defamation. I already went through this once. Can't you just I, put it down and say, this is how it went down, here's the screen name, This is it's all fact, it, it happened. The point is, uh, like, I had a frivolous lawsuit. Some guy uh, I said was a fucking crackhead on my website. 
Yeah. The way you'd say, yeah, you're a fucking crackhead, shut up. But because I said crackhead, that insinuates I, uh, he's doing something illegal where he sued me for whatever, a fucking quarter of a million dollars. And it got thrown out because it was frivolous, but it cost me 10 grand in legal fees oh. to get it thrown out. That's the, the whole justice system is so fucked like that. that Isn't crackhead yeah. like you could call someone crackhead in the same way you would a douchebag and he wouldn't say, I'm not a actual douchebag? <laughs> Yeah, like, crackhead has become something you could just, you know, someone's acting like a fucking lunatic, you say, this guy's a fucking crackhead. I don't clean out women's yeah. vaginas. Uh, last time I was never um, there in a woman's pussy, uh, cleansing with some kind of vinegar and water. So, it, but, but if he was in that pussy cleaning it out, that's not illegal. It's the letter of the law. If you insinuate he's done something illegal, like smoke crack, then you're open for defamation suits. This is a $10,000 lesson I learned. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so now I know to call them douchebags instead of crackheads. <laughs> Someone's calling me out that I said CD player instead of DVD player. <laughs> I caught that too. And he's <laughs> like, he capitalized it and said, I'm a fucking tool. Jan John Holmes, sure it's his real name, from Beverly Hills. Uh, banned. <laughs> uh, all right. Do they have to? Be? I can understand if I said I put it in my toaster and watched it on fucking. I can understand if I said something like that. I did so, CD play it. So you know, Doug, when uh, you know you get those uh, things uh, and and you put it in your transmission of your car and watch it, I can understand if I did something like that. I mixed up CD. Our fucking listeners are the most nitpickiest fuck. John Holmes is a crackhead. And I don't mean that figuratively. Literally, he was smoking crack this morning. You cocksucker. Hate our listeners. Pests. Pestilence. Well, Doug, you should keep in touch with us if you're up this uh, early in the morning. Yeah, what are you working on? You got anything to plug? No, no, fuck no. No, huh? Just hanging out in fucking Bisbee? Yeah, yeah. How'd you I pick Bisbee? Would you throw a here. fucking dart at a map? Would you, how'd you get Bisbee, Arizona? Who recommended you know Bisbee? We, I, I found it accidentally just driving back roads, but it's it's this weird little town, and there's nothing Sounds like it. Sounds weird. It's, 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 it's like this hippie enclave. Uh, it, it was a mining town where the mine went bust in the <laughs> 70s, and all the property value just went dirt cheap, so That's all fantastic. these artists and freaks just took over the town and it's the most beautiful town all built in the mountains it's not on the way to anything so no one finds it. it's not like sedona or something it sounds like the type Every of fucking beverly hills jack off you know jumps in and makes it overpriced it's just weird uh it definitely sounds like the type of town that's on the graphic at the beginning of the x-files bisbee arizona you know it just <laughs> sounds like there's probably flying saucers there at night and shit uh, very well could be. Yeah, if he eats a few more of those mushrooms, he'll see the... Yeah, perfect place <laughs> for a dog, man. <laughs> All right, well, visit well, hey. uh, Doug's... Uh, what do you got? MySpace, right? Yeah, I got DougStanhope.com, and I'm on the MySpace slash Doug Stanhope. Yeah, we see you on uh, everyone's friend list. You're very friendly. <laughs> How many you got? How many friends? I don't know, like 6,000 or Six? something. Oh, I, I'm, just, I'm no, I just broke seven. I'm no Dane Cook. Dane Cook's got like how many? 
870 million. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you got more than the guy that's instantly your friend that owns MySpace at the beginning. Tunisia, You're Indonesia, like million, all yeah. the tsunami places. They love him. They fucking love him. How many does uh, Doug have? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, Dan, uh, Dane has 667,000. Jesus. Is that Christ. the most? 667,000 nah. friends. Rogan's got a lot, too. I bet you He's Rogan's not beating. grand. Sixteen thousand Rogan's got. Oh yeah, yeah. Six hundred and forty thousand. Six hundred and forty thousand friends. Friends. Yeah. That's those aren't as friends. Much as, you want, as much as you want to down it, it's it, it's such a, a great form of marketing because like since the whole FCC bullshit went down, yep. like I'd go on the road, I'd do six or seven stations, and then the FCC thing went down, and now I'm down to like one or two in a market, and one of them's pre-taped so yeah. they can cut out all the meat and it's just it's fucked there's no way to get ahead if you're if you're a comic of any substance you, you know what Dane can do now though he could put out a bulletin to 680,000 people that he's got a gig that he's got a fucking CD, CD out that he's could got be on SNL it, it's unbelievable how many people you can get in touch with at one moment on this fucking MySpace right well Doug yeah, you gotta Doug. keep in touch we'll, we'll uh, promote your gigs Oh, cool. Thanks, man. If I ever get to that fucking horrible, horrible city, I'll come by and sit in. <laughs> you know something. And if we ever come to Bisbee. <laughs> you know something. We're, reach, we're reaching a lot of people now with this satellite radio, so. Oh, I know. And I you know. can say whatever the like fuck you want. Out. Yeah, I just I just hate New York. I avoid it like the plague. I yeah. hate crowds. Why, why don't you like New York? You got York? a little agoraphobia there, uh, Doug? Yeah, I'm like that. I, fucking New York City's like, it's like... Chris, last minute Christmas shopping 24 hours a day. I get all freaked out. My <laughs> It's like that, yeah, 365 days a year. It's like last minute Christmas shopping everywhere. Awful. But right. I'll be back. God hates me, so he'll send me back there. All right, Doug, we're going to give you a special number so you can call anytime, especially when you're up early, right? Shoot it to my MySpace. <laughs> uh, hold on the line. We're going to just yeah, hold on a couple back. seconds. Cool. Cool. Hey, that was pretty cool. Doug Stanhope, everyone. Yeah, Doug's a good guy, man. What other celebrities are listening this morning? Give us a call. Any other, maybe, listening, driving, wherever, off on a uh, drug binge uh, from last <laughs> night that you're not done with? Like real celebrities, please. <laughs> we haven't played this in a while because we actually need people that are listening. But the last time we played this, we got uh, the worst celebrities ever. Yeah, they were barely uh, celebrities. One guy that played a dead body in CSI, dumb stuff like that. One guy, remember when we got the guy that was in uh, an America's Most Wanted recreation as the corpse? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's like <laughs> just playing a dead body. It's the lowest rung. <laughs> I watched a movie last night where I was like, if you're, if you're, if this is your one credit, you're fucked. Did you ever see that movie, uh, White Noise? I it's couldn't get the through the first seven seconds of that movie. On the TV and the radio, and it, it's the is spirits it coming back. Uh, it was like one of those, eh, it had some scary moments where you jump. And, and I hate it because I'm watching it, and I go, and me and my girlfriend are sitting on the couch watching it, and she's going, this is one of those parts. The closer he gets to this TV screen, the scarier it's going to be when something happens, and it's going to happen any second. And I'm sitting there going, I know it's coming. I know it's Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. I knew that fucking thing was going to jump out, and it did. But there's a, if you're playing the part of the staticky, ghostly figure on TV, on the TV, that is a real bad role to have. Because somebody had to go, yeah, I was in that movie White Noise. Was he in the credit? It had to be. It's like people that just kind of... 
and you barely see an image of their face through the static on the television. It's like, yeah, that was me. But That's my static credit. on their TV. It's not believable anymore. You don't have static on your TV. No, it just goes out. Cable goes out, maybe. Sure. You got to reboot your box. But you're not sitting there for 20 minutes watching static. You got to call up cable. Did you unplug the box and leave it unplugged for five minutes? Yes, I unplugged it. It's been unplugged now for 30 seconds, which has seemed to me like a half hour on the phone with you. But I went, okay, Mr. Kamomia, just wait a little while. Oh, wait, I got to get on the phone. Mr. Kamomia, just wait for another four minutes, 30 seconds, and I'll be here. So how's the weather there in New York? It's great. It's fantastic. Do I have to carry on an inane conversation with you during this whole fucking thing where, where I just look at my back? All right, plug it back in, Mr. Commode. Commode. Uh, you, you're going to see, it's going to say boot, and then it's going to uh, go to channel two. I'm going to need you to pull the card out in the front of the box and reinsert it. It's still not working. Can you just send a service guy over, you motherfuckers? I hate the call to cable vision. Let's go to hate it. Let's go to Tim in uh, New York. Tim, what's up? Good morning, boys. Hey, Hello, Tim. Tim. I'm actually. I listen to you guys all the time. I was once in a movie. Actually, it was in Turner and Hooch. You were in Turner and Hooch. Yeah, I was playing Hooch. Actually, stop it. It's not even funny. That's a. That's a sir. Wasn't that an awful joke? Oh, can you imagine the embarrassment that made him hang up like that? He didn't even stand by. I played hooch. Oh, lunchbox. You can see him getting scared. All of a sudden, beads of sweat out of nowhere on his forehead. Can you imagine? He thought it was a good idea as he was dialing oh, the phone. And then realized he made a hard. Did you see how much pressure that was for mistake. seven uh, seconds? Yeah. He could have. I was Oh my god. That had to hurt. Oh, niggas just don't know. He's still feeling that. I played hooch. Oh, Turner, what was the first one? People could go, what movie was Turner Hooch? Oh, that was the movie. Oh, Tom Hanks and the dog. And the so, dog. So what? Is he Tom? He's saying he's Tom Hanks. Oh, no. Hooch was the dog. Oh, Hooch is oh. the dog. <laughs> you know he ran for the radio and turned it down because he doesn't want to hear this part of the show <laughs> where we talk about what an asshole he is. Hooch. <laughs> By the way, that guy, a heroin addict. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Let's go to Lunchbox. Hey, Lunchbox. Hey, guys. What's up? What's hey, up? Uh, in the early 80s, there's a movie called The Exterminator. It's about a guy going out and killing Good a movie. Hawk. You saw yeah, The Exterminator? Was... Good movie. Are you kidding? Yeah. I, it was, I was, it was I the was Terminator. It was the. It was. Oh, sorry, dude. Go ahead. Sorry, but that's a good movie. Yeah. I was one of the kids in the arcade that got approached by the fucking fat guy with the glasses. What? And he was actually my uncle. You know what, though? It's an obscure movie. Dude, you had to play The Exterminator himself for, like, anybody to, like, really know that movie. But I've seen that movie. Yeah, I was fucking eight years old, you know, I was in that movie. What's know? your name? My uncle, my uncle, what's that? What's your name? My name is Bob. Bob? He's looking at you Bob on the I, IMBA, right? IMDB or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for him. Are you ca credited in this? I was just a little kid playing a video game in, in Times Square. <laughs> no Bob Henderson. This is what we get when we play this game. I see no Bob Henderson. <laughs> That's great, though. It's like... I, I want to 
How about we raise the bar? We had Doug Stanhope on. <laughs> if you think you're a bigger celebrity than Doug Stanhope, let's start there. We don't want to go backwards. Oh, I love extras, though. He's like, I'm on. I was an exterminator, baby. Huh? Fuck Disney out of Arizona. Fucking New York is the fucking greatest place in the world. That's why you're there. Fuck Disney. All right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that little fucking dirt water cow. Ah, He played, he played the little kid from the exterminator, and, and uh, Opie's like, Exterminator? Exterminator? What? Do you mean the Terminator? <laughs> right. No, it the sounds Exterminator. Like... It was the guy, he wore he wore the, uh, the, uh, what is it, the welding mask, and he walked around with a um, blowtorch. He used to blow, he was, it was, a, it was ah, like. Ah, there you go. <laughs> he wore a welding the Exterminator. Mask he, he, <laughs> he had the blowtorch cooking up the, cooking up the evils in the, in the pot. <laughs> it was like Death Wish with a blowtorch. But it was like one of the movies. I love, man. Uh, yeah, right on. Joangela, what's up? Hey, what's up? How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. What do you got? Good. Um, I was interested in doing the tissue time bit. The tissue time ah, bit? Yeah. Why, you're all horned up going to work today? I am almost on my way to work, yes. What do you do for a living? I'm actually driving. Um, I work for a utility company. A utility company. So is yeah. it water, Ele electric, electric, or... Yes. Bam. Yeah. So you work for the electric company. Yeah. And uh, are you hot? Am I hot? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay hot. Yeah. I mean, I always have people talking to me. And <coughs> yeah. Especially at work. I, you know, I don't have any competition, that's for sure. What, are you the only girl there at work? No, no. It's mainly women there. But I'm always the one that, you know, all the guys want to talk to and hang out at my desk. And then I would get in trouble for a... Uh, people hanging around my desk and stuff but you know yeah but I, I always have a um uh, throughout the past few years when i uh like uh, i bought a car one time and the guy that i sold the car to or sold me the car um got on the phone with him and i ended up talking dirty to him and i it just it for some reason it just happened you want to give it a with, shot anthony or what uh, why not? Sure. I thought we were done with the tissue time, but well, let's uh, sure give it a try. Don in Florida, what's up? <clears throat> Don. Oh wow, you're way. That sounds like uh, white noise. That's all you heard. Really? Yeah, it was like a lot of static, and then this barely audible voice, and you're like, "What? Are they, what are they saying? What?" And you know that that eventually, the most important part, you're gonna hear it loud and clear. Mm -hmm. But we're sitting there. Like I'm cupping my ear and I'm getting closer to the TV. What's what's he saying? What's that's what uh, he sounded like. Uh, I think we're gonna have a problem with Joangela doing this. <laughs> Joangela, you got so much uh, car noise going on that it might be rough to do this. Oh, can you hear all at once? Too? Yeah, yeah. Can you call us from work in a back room or something? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. All right, give us a call back when you get to work. Okay, I'll call you right back. Thank you. All right, there she goes. Do she, she wants to do tissue time. Uh, mm -hmm. And who are we to say no, right? Of course. We got a wacky underwater Santa story before we go to break. Underwater Santa story. What is Nathaniel's on the lookout nice. for, like, the wacky news alerts. When, yeah. When they're just trying to get all wacky with their stories. I saw a tease on uh, Fox 5 News last night that was pretty good. I think they're doing the story tonight. It's like uh, st uh, store department store Santas. Uh-huh. They're in it for money, not the kids. We'll tell you about it. So uh, you might want to keep a lookout for that one tonight. Oh, that'll be great. Christmas uh, horror stories. Oh, we got new news teases. 
Oh, look who just came in with that, our own Dan. Very, very good. Cool. We'll uh, maybe do that today. <laughs> and I'm finally winding down from my DEFCON. I was at uh, DEFCON. Uh, defense condition, man. I was, oof. Oh, we're going to talk about that after the Oh, break. my goodness. My tiny town of Great Neck, again in the news. We'll tease that, but again, uh, a home invasion, very close to Anthony's house. Pussies. But first, it's this. Santa has apparently decided to take a little break from the North Pole. He looked for something a little warmer, a little wetter, so he moved into an aquarium in Newport, Kentucky. Take a look. <laughs> So obviously he's okay. in a, uh, he's underwater. Yeah, yeah. You hear? Yeah, yeah. How's he talking? What's he got? One of those big old deep sea diver fucking helmets on? I don't know. How bad are you wishing for a shark attack right now? Oh, in front of the children just getting ripped apart <laughs> in front of the children. And oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my god! I'm being ripped apart. Shield the children's eyes. You think if that would happen, like it, it would be. Obviously a goof that that would ever happen, but if, imagine yeah. if it did. You think everyone that's watching him in the tank think it's just part of the act? Part of the act, yeah. Oh, look, uh, Santa's getting ravaged by a shark. Is there a possibility you would be in a Santa outfit underwater, getting attacked by a shark, and people would be laughing at your death? Get they think Because they think it's part of the thing? Oh, Can no. you imagine? <laughs> love that. I, not only am I going to die, people are going to watch me and laugh at me. What kind of an awful gimmick is this? I don't know. Christmas gimmick story. There's another one about a, a goddamn uh, store that has the only upside-down Christmas tree in New York. Not anymore, Anthony. What? It's a trend this year. Now it's a trend. It's a trend. There's a lot of people... Uh, people are nailing fucking Christmas tree holders to their ceiling. That's right. And putting the tree upside down... And decorating it, and it is now trees hanging from the ceiling. That's one of those trend. crazy trends, yes. Like the hula hoop, Opie. Not as big as the hula hoop. In years to come, you're going to see newsreels. <clears throat> Back in 2005, the upside-down Christmas tree was the big evil, thing. Though, Doesn't evil. that seem like, yeah, the devil's it's Christmas? Just, yeah, it just seems like, come on, man, with the goddamn... It, it, it's sacrilegious, almost. Yeah, no, I know what it is. People it is. are just flat-out bored with Christmas, and they're just trying, trying something new. Santa Claus with a black suit. Yeah, they're trying to think Ooh, up shit to make good. it more enjoyable and entertaining. Yeah. Let's be honest, we've all had it. Who was looking forward to goddamn Christmas? Remember Jesus' birthday? This was all. That's it used to be it Jesus' birthday. To be. It used That's to right. be. Used to be. But Our now little Lord and Savior. Back to Santa in the in the tank. I heard this loud ruckus out by the stables. I went and looked out the window, and there were those pesky reindeers running off and playing hide and seek on old Santa. This is Santa. She, she told me, you know, Santa, I bet those reindeers went back to the to the Newport Aquarium. So I hopped on my handy sleigh and. Sounds like Christopher Reeve playing uh, Santa. <laughs> hell, Jesus. Ho, 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 goddammit. They put him in a Santa suit. They put him underwater. They uh, hook up his oxygen yeah. and don't give him any material. <laughs> right. he just Now he's just babbling like an idiot Santa underwater. <laughs> give him a couple of jokes. Just improv the whole day. Get a writer, yeah. And uh, I'm uh, under here. <laughs> and uh, I dressed in a Santa suit, and I got uh, an air supply that 
Uh, uh, Mrs. Claus didn't join me. She uh, doesn't uh, have any air uh, uh, to. Uh, but I'm, I'm real. I'm flopping here. If I wasn't underwater, you'd see the flop sweat in Santa's ha hair and beard. What does he? What does he say when? Uh, when he thinks he's he's on lunch underwater, but it's his break, <laughs> and how disgusting he is at my lunchtime. <laughs> I'm really sick of this shit. <laughs> oh, is this on? Uh, that ought to hold the little fuckers for a while. <laughs> Put some fucking nitrous through there and make Santa funny. Santa's got nothing. Santa's got nothing. <laughs> All right. I owe my daughter ten bucks. I'm dodging her. <laughs> Want to buy a house at the North Pole? Door? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> All right. Uh, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Bonnie Claus will be up in a second. <sighs> Perish the thought he travels alone. All right. We'll take a break with another Christmas little thing here. A Christmas thing or a ditty? What is it? It's a thing. It's a thing. And then we'll do the home invasion story next. Home invasion? Where? What? Who? Ah, uh, it seems like it was very close to your house. How close? We'll find out next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're back with the Opie and Anthony program. Patrice yeah. O'Neill sitting in once again today doing a great job for us. Anthony, uh, during the break, was telling us a great story about getting out of uh, a speeding ticket, I guess. I got. I don't know what ticket it would have ended up as because he didn't get me on radar. But uh, I got pulled over again Friday. I'm the king of getting pulled over. I get pulled over a lot. Uh, I guess it's my driving. I don't know. Some people would call it. Some people would call it offensive driving instead of defensive. Um, I, I am I am well aware of everything I'm doing, all of my surroundings. I'm probably there are people that drive 45 miles an hour that aren't as attentive to everything that's going on around them. I'm constantly, boom, the mirrors, who's behind me, you're who's checking in front the gauges of me, and your gauge. mirrors. I'm looking, I know exactly. I got moves. I got moves planned like five steps ahead. I see a guy sometimes, they'll, I'm in the left lane, but there's a line of cars in front of me, so I can't really speed. So I'm doing the normal thing, and some guy comes wheeling up behind me. Obviously, I'm not going to pull over for him because there's a line of cars in front of me. And I see that the gap, if he wants to get around my right, is closing up quick. He tries to make the move, gets shut down, has to get back behind me again. That don't happen to me. I look. You could plan your moves five steps ahead. It's a beautiful thing when you're paying attention like that. So it was Friday. Now, here in New York, we had the snow earlier in the day. By the time I left at about 1130... It was like sunny. It was sunny. The streets were wet, but not icy at all. It wasn't snowing anymore. But... The fucking people on the road are still driving because they're hearing the news like it's a blizzard. So left lane has a bunch of cars in it doing 45 miles an hour. And I come wheeling up on this guy. Uh, and, and it's my move that's... And I know I'm doing it. It's my get the fuck out of my way move. I come up at pretty good rate of speed. But before I get behind him, I slow down. And then I might get a little close. Give him a little bump. Not at the speed I was at. You give him a little NASCAR. A little a bump. Little that. I give him a little uh, paint. We yeah, trade a little him, paint. Give him a little paint. <laughs> I give him what they call the LIE uh, L -I -E stripe. He gets it on the side of his car. It's beautiful. Let's give him a little tap, tap, I tap. I come up. <laughs> I am aware of what's going on. This just alerts him that I am coming up and I'm behind you and get the fuck out of the way. You're doing 45 in the left lane. The guy doesn't move over. So I see an opening on the right. I take it. Whip around him, get back in the left, and I'm running again. And you're out of there. Out of nowhere. 
Woo! Fucking uh, NYPD Highway Patrol. Right behind me. I pull over. And, and I, you know me. I've talked about this before. I'm the safest pullover guy there is. I will look and make sure that mine and the officer's safety is paramount. <laughs> You're going to take care oh, of the safety shit. of the officer. I do, because there are some people that pull Cocky over. motherfucker. Dude, I am officer, I would have pulled over a mile sooner, but right. I, I was worried about I'm your looking safety. out for you. I'm pulling over so the, the truck that's going 90 behind me <laughs> hits him with his rear view. Uh-uh. That, the rear view mirror hit. You ever see that fucking yeah. that tape? And well, I make sure I pull over. Right when, it, when you fall asleep and it's not going boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I, my passenger wheel is sitting on that, so he can come off. <laughs> got to be in the fucking lane. I, I pull over in the I pull over in the fast lane. Woo! I right see there. that. Right against the guardrail, so it has to give you your ticket to the passenger window. Dude, there, you're a treat. There are people that are so fucking scared that they are going to get accused of running. That when the lights come on and they're in the left lane, I've seen this. They will pull over to the left. And pull like on that little, it ain't even a shoulder that on was, the left. That was me. That's you. That was Just to me. fuck the cop. And I pull over right next to the beam so he can't go on my side. He has to go on the fast lane past the side. Oh, my God, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That I guarantees you getting a ticket, though. <laughs> yes. Because right yes. now, that guy is so annoyed. So any small chance of getting out of the ticket, he's like, fuck this. No, <laughs> fuck this guy. I pull over and make sure, like, I'm I'm out of the fucking highway. I'm up on the grass, so there's no more, no chance. And he still, he goes, Too further up, further up, off by the by the exit ramp. For so right now I'm thinking, uh-oh. That was a, you know, I, I get pulled over a lot. That was a perfect pullover spot, my friend. But he made me do that just because he wanted to tell me to, you know, do something. Like, all right, I pull up a little further. He comes out. He goes, uh, what are you doing? They go driving home. Do you know what the speed limit is in New York City? And I'm on the Long Island Expressway. So I said, uh, 55. And he goes, 50. I had now, no idea. I, I've been driving that road for... If this is the truth and you're driving through Queens, a borough of, of New York City, is it 50 miles an hour until you hit Nassau County? I don't think so. I think this guy... I, I, I think he was fucking with me. So I'm, I'm, I, I just go, wow, I, I assumed it was 50. And he goes, and what was that move you did? I said, uh, sir, there's a lot of people in the left lane doing 45 miles an hour. Uh, he wasn't getting out of the way. Uh, I, I showed him I was there, and then I went around him. He goes, oh, you, so you, now uh, you're speeding, and you're bullying people with your big truck here, huh? See, that's not necessary. This is, this is, I would rather. The guy had a bad day. I would, they all have a bad day. No. Lucky some you. Of them I, are get very to, nice. I get to see all the bad day cops. <laughs> you get to see one where I you get to, to see all the one where I go, hey, officer, I know you're having a bad day. Your kitty must have got hit by a tree. And that's what uh, I, I knew in my but head. It's like, the, the I'd rather you give me a ticket. Give me as big a ticket as you want, but don't fuck. Don't chastise me like I'm your goddamn kid uh, with your big truck. Uh, you know how fast you was going? No, I don't. You tell me everything, Mr. Officer, and keep it to the letter of the law. Don't fucking come squeezing into, like, my lifestyle uh, with your big gas guzzling truck. You think you can bully people? You know what, Dick? How about you and your... You, don't, you think you can bully people? Next scene, let's cut to the taser and Patrice face first in the fucking road. I am a professional. I told you. I'm a professional asshole. I go all the way up to the place where you can be a dick and not get beaten ahead. I'm sarcastically. <laughs> I can be sarcastic. 
that's, that's Patrice. <laughs> Screaming like a little girl. I'm not oh, talking what? shit that I'm going to fight the cops. It's just, it's annoying. Well, uh, 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 officer, why, why? You got to be like this. Uh, yeah, my big gas guzzling vehicle. Let me tell you something. <laughs> End the story, motherfucker. I don't End say, the story. I don't say that. I just, I just do dicky things. Yeah. Just annoying things. That's the stuff I'm you want to say, but you don't really say I'm not right? afraid of tickets. I, I, I am. I don't like tickets. Reports coming in 50 miles an hour throughout the five boroughs, Anthony. 50, even on the LIE, the parkways, everything. Uh, you I could swear I saw posted no 55 miles an hour sign. Now you're going to have to look for that and 50 miles. I'm going to look now. And ignorance, ignorance, my friend, is I'm no excuse. For no, it isn't. You can't. Not so, saying you don't know doesn't. So it sounds like you had me. a tough time getting out of this ticket. Well, this guy, yeah, this guy was really like a hard on, but he was in our demo, right? He's like upper twenties, maybe early thirties. Uh, it was the NYPD Highway Patrol, so all he does, you know, is cruise the expressways and uh, major highways in, in the city. Uh, and he came up with that whole like in-your-face attitude. So I'm like, how could I work the show into this? I'm I'm really I'm trying, and I I said uh, I go uh, my brother-in-law is uh, on the job by the way, and he goes uh, you got a card, so I pull out the the card. I always say brother-in-law even though you know Keith isn't married to anybody. He's a, just a friend of the the show, but it's the Keith card. I played the Keith card. <laughs> a friend of mine interviews bums on a regular. Yeah, I go I go he's he's on uh, he's on my show all the time, uh, the Opie and Anthony show. He goes. Never heard of it. That is so awkward and to, to work and, I, and then I'm like, oh, I was trying. I'm digging. I'm digging. I bet you. He, I bet you he did hear hear the show. I but, started thinking that, like, but but you kind of called him out on, it and he's yeah. like, he he thought he had you so good. He's like, oh, fuck. I'm not fessing up to it. Yeah. So uh, I give him the card, and uh, did he take it? He yeah, kept, he took it. He, he looked. He no, kept, no, he, he didn't keep, keep it. it. Oh, okay. He didn't keep it. He looked at it. He goes, uh, is this his phone number on the back? I go, yeah. He goes, what would he do if I called him right now and, you know, he came down here and, and saw this? I, I, I said he'd probably just laugh his ass off at me. <laughs> and uh, he looked at the card, looked at my uh, license and registration for a little while, and then he, went, he gave it back to me. He goes, all right, don't let me fucking see you doing that again, which is always a funny thing. He's like, never going to see you again. Hey, you. It's been 10,000 cars since, but I remember every single one, you bastard. Right. So uh, yeah, he let me uh, he let me off <laughs> let me off the hook. Can you use can you use the um the car twice? You think with the same cop? No, if that guy got me like today, he would know me again today. I just know he would. They should be able to take your card after you use it. No, they do. got off. They the supposed, supposed to monopoly. To get out of jail free. Get the fuck out of here. They they supposed to take the PB the PBA card. I mean, I I have a special one. I have a. Uh, Gold one there, the family member card, but oh. we, we won't talk about that. Um, but the PBA cards, they supposed to take yeah. because they're supposed to give it back to the guy who to the gave guy, it. Yes. and then if he feels so inclined, he can then give it back yeah. to you. So he, if he didn't take it, he did you a favor. I like that whole thing, but I don't understand it. It seems like one of the most corrupt, <laughs> like like unfair things. Oh, you know a cop? Nah, you're a little above the law. Look at cops. Cops can give you above the law. If you know one, Anthony, shut the, the fuck cop. up. You're a little you, above the law. Did you see what his entitlement is doing? It's poisoning your judgment. Now cops are listening, going, you know, we're gonna have to. They're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> they're do. Not gonna listen. This oh shit's been going God. on for years, the and I love it. Of some state. Here you go. I love it. <laughs> no more PBA cars. No more PBA cars because that big mouth Anthony. <laughs> no. That entitled 
piece of shit. He he uncovered a scam. No one is above door. Matter of fact, cops are now to give other cops tickets for using cell phones. Some people above the law in New York City will tell you about it. Coming up at eleven. If you don't know a cop, a then shock you're jock up Shit's Creek. A shock jock has broken through the thin blue line. We'll tell you about it. And his death threats coming up at eleven. What did I do? <laughs> Keep your mouth shut about the PBA card. I love it. Yeah, Ixnay on that. Just a little <laughs> slice of what it's like. All right, another big story that's happening today that uh, involves Anthony more or less. Hmm? Is this little thing. Full of violent home invasion on Long Island. Three men forced their way into a house in an affluent Long Island community. Happened in Great Neck. I'm yeah. a news reporter. Ken reside alive outside the police precinct in Manhasset with more. Ken. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning, everyone. Certainly not a good morning for this poor family here in Great Neck. We keep hearing of these home invasions happening practically weekly, and it has happened again. Now, according to police, this all happened on the overnight on Oak Pond Road in Great Neck. Apparently, there was an elderly couple and their three grown sons, an 80-year-old man, 74-year-old wife, and the three sons of home on Oak Pond Road. Apparently, three suspects broke in. Uh, police identify them as 21-year-old Corey Ellis, 22-year-old Carlos Ward of Jamaica, Queens, and 21-year-old Leroy Rodriguez of uh -oh. Brooklyn. Apparently, the three, good. according to police, forced their way, and one of them was carrying a Tech-9 submachine gun. They subdued the family, was able to handcuff them. Apparently, a son was on the phone, and then the phone went dead. The person he was talking to thought enough to call police. Police show up, they break down the door, see the suspects uh, holding guns, or a gun at least, to the victims' heads, and the victims on the ground in handcuffs. The police then arrest the three suspects after chasing them into the backyard. So all three are in custody at this point, and uh, maybe this might lead the police to uh, find out exactly who's been doing all these home invasions. He thought enough to call the police? Like he's a smart one? He is! Well, what would you do? You're in California. The guy's in California. He's on the phone with a buddy in New York. He hears his buddy uh, go, I heard a noise in the house. Hold on a minute. Or, you know, whatever he said. And then the phone line goes dead. Yeah, what are you going to do at that point? You're going to call the you police. Gotta, you got to call. I'm going to call for a Wait a minute. I you think you're trying to call story. back first? He said, they said that he said that, hold on a second. I mean, I hear a noise. I don't think, I don't know if he said, I hold on a second. But he did say, I, heard, I hear a noise in the house. Oh, and then the line, that. yeah, and then the oh, line okay. went dead. So the guy from California called his local police, who then called Nassau County police, who then went to the house, and uh, got him uh, still there. Well, glad it wasn't Must me on the quick. phone with Norton, because Norton would have said that to get off the phone. Just click. He goes, yeah, Norton's uh, tied up. Uh, 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 dude, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going dead. Well, not because I can hear you clearly, Norton. Click. So he'll <laughs> pretend to get kidnapped just yeah. so he can get off the phone. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, there's a noise. I go, okay. Oh, He's all handcuffed, getting pistol whipped. <laughs> yeah. uh, Patrice will call the cops, I'm sure. <laughs> no, he won't. No, he won't. He's oh, asleep. Patrice, you idiot. <laughs> call the cops. Dude, didn't you hear me say, yeah, but you, you always do funny <laughs> things. Do you always say, shut up. And things like that. I thought you was joking. I don't know. Now, do you, don't you think those uh, three uh, uh, grown uh, children, the sons that are in that house with the elderly couple, mm -hmm. as this is happening, going through their head is, holy shit, we've read about these. We've read about these goddamn home invasions in Great Neck and, and uh, Lake Success and Nassau County. And what did we do to prepare? Nothing. And now I'm being handcuffed. This motherfucker's got a gun to my head. With my mama. And I'm fucked. I wish must feel like. I'd have gotten some type of contingency plan or a weapon that would have done something. Nothing. That motherfucker with that Tech-9, surprise, because 
immediately, let me tell you something. Someone walks in with a Tech 9. These three. They're not going, the first person they see, they're going to shoot them. They're looking to rob the place, use it as intimidation or whatever. It's not a, 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 a killing spree. They're robbing the place. If something happens, then it could turn into a killing spree. But me, on the other hand, I'm looking to shoot the first motherfucker that comes through the door. I got the advantage. That's the advantage that the homeowner has. And He's what looking to see that? what the threat is. That anyone coming through that door is a threat. Especially yeah, some motherfucker is... named Leroy in Great Neck, because he ain't supposed <laughs> to be Leroy there. Rodriguez. That nigga, Leroy Rodriguez. That was a Puerto Rican and a black dude, so you're dead as a mother. There's nothing to protect you against a Puerto Rican black man. That guy man. shouldn't have been able to drive into Great Neck. <laughs> uh, tech nine, first of all, Anthony, I think a lot of times when you say this, it, it bugs me, and this is the part that bugs me. Yeah. You th they don't come in with the doo 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 they not, come it's not holstered, in. and they don't come in with 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 the with the fucking spurs chingling and changling. They come in with the gun in their hand, right? And if you do your goofy shit, they're gonna shoot you. There's your he has the drop on you. No, you have he to doesn't. get your gun. He's got to get into the house. What is he doing? Fucking uh, busting through the door? Don't you one... sleep? No. You I sleep. <laughs> I sleep. They with take one shift. eye open. Yeah, they take shifts. They take shifts. No. <laughs> I sleep. You're fucking around. For and two. the bedroom door is locked. Locked. Do you have a who goes there little door on top of your bedroom like the uh, the slide like a speakeasy? Jerry, Jerry sent me little eye slide. <laughs> speakeasy slide. Yeah. <laughs> Let me in. See. Oh man. It would take enough noise to get into my house. That I would have the drop on that motherfucker. You got your house loaded up like a uh, like a Home Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all Pink the crap. <laughs> the Puerto Ricans are like the little the little uh, was it the Incas? They're jumping around yeah. holding one foot. The little Incas. <laughs> the Incas <laughs> got old movies playing to try to scare them off. <laughs> little silhouettes of like pretend people <laughs> floating back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smoke bombs, mouse traps, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever it takes. I played the home invasion game over the weekend. Did you play that? It's getting a little creepy with the fans. Yeah, they made the a Anthony uh, home, invasion, home game. invasion game. I guess you could get to it through opianthony.com. Mm -hmm. uh, how many levels? I don't know. There's quite a few. I got past the hoo-hoo level. You got through the hoo-hoo uh, video game and level. And then there was, uh, then you shoot the Puerto Ricans in the kitchen, I think. Puerto Rican rapists in the what's kitchen. The, what's the toughest, who's, who's the toughest racial group? What's the uh, hardest, uh, Let's see. Uh, for some reason, the shotgun was the hardest, and I think that was the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. And then you use the AR-15 on uh, everybody, I think. Everyone. That's and that, coming. Blacks, Puerto Ricans. That's it? Uh, yeah. Let's say hi to Steve in New York. Steve, what's up? And you'd be totally unprepared for this. Two of these guys came in the front door, one in the back door. You'd be caught with your pants down. Exactly. Caught with my pants down. All right, let's see. Let's see these motherfuckers break into one house that where the guy has a goddamn weapon. I'm, I'm from Long Island also. I got the Claymores and the Bouncing Bettys in the front lawn. That's, That's what you need, a Claymore. A fucking Claymore? <laughs> what? And next time you fall asleep on watch. <laughs> Just make sure this side faces the enemy. Y'all think this is a video game. I want you a really Claymore. Do. Anthony. You know what claymores are? I know these things from click, the video click, game. Click, click, <laughs> click. Three click. Just click this thing three times. Someone's oh, in the perimeter. God. There's ways to get you, Anthony. There's and how close was you. this one? Did we this say? one was, I checked it on uh, MapQuest, uh, about a mile. About a mile. About Jeez. a mile. They probably so staked your house out, too. They probably did. Ah, that's that damn staked Anthony. It out. Forget it. I've seen this motherfucker. You should put a sign on your house, rented, not owner. 
Oh, no, really? Not an owner. Like I'm a cheap motherfucker? Yeah, rented home. Yeah. I'm waiting. Let I'm the weeds grow. Just I'm let well the shit grow. Just let it go, Don't make man. it look nice from the outside. Bring it. You see, uh, during commercial, uh, what magazine were you reading? Uh, I don't know. Which one? You got one of those magazines with that hot bitch on oh, the cover? Oh, yeah, with the booty? Okay. Yeah, which oh, one the, is that? One of the that black was, magazines. Uh, yeah. Oh, Smooth. He's got Smooth, smooth. magazine. He's pointing out some hot piece of ass oh, on there. Smooth. Look what I'm reading uh, during during commercials. <laughs> guns and ammo. I got my issue with guns and ammo. And, and, and like I hold it up and point at the booty. You hold it up. Look at that nozzle. Oh, look at the oh, barrel on that. Oh, come here, baby. Looking at the Dan Wesson bobtail oh. uh, 1911. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Bullets with cyanide drops at the top. <laughs> oh. Hollow points. Look oh, at this. Oh, God. What the hell is in these black men's magazines, by the way? Black booty. women. Black women. Black what else, women. though? And um, rap. And oh, they got mama jokes. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> black women and a couple of some. Mama. Your mama is so black when she got cut, she didn't bleed. She smoked. Uh, this guy says he. Uh, <laughs> Nigga's gonna give the magazine to the cricket. I wanted to give it to cricket, but I wasn't set for it. <laughs> what was the uh, article? Uh, just send in your jokes. best mama jokes. Oh. Your girl is so bow-legged, she walks on both sides of the street. Best mama joke I ever heard was, your, your, your mother's so black, when I look at her, I thought I was asleep. <laughs> your mom is so skinny, she can do push-ups under a door. <laughs> you always wonder what somebody in the car is doing. Somebody might be in the car going, oh, shit. Oh, damn. That's so funny shit. Your mama's breasts hang so low, she just tucks them in her shirt and pretends she's got balls. Oof. Mm. Your mom is so dumb, she saw a sign that said, Dodge Trucks, and started ducking traffic. Ah. Good. Anyway, that's do? in the men's uh, black magazine. <laughs> so fucking, it's probably in the men's white magazines, too. Fuck, no, we don't do the knock, mama knock jokes. jokes. Knock, knock, who's there? Jimmy. And we don't, Hello? White people don't talk like they that. They talk like that all the fucking time. All you black comedians have to imitate whitey like First that. First of all, this is, the, this is the actual white guy voice right here. This is acceptable. That's right. The, the, the Richard Pryor one is like, hey, dude, you know, there's the one everybody kind of copies, but this is the, uh, hello. Um, I've confused well, many people on the phone with this white guy voice. Hello. Yes, officer. <laughs> yes, officer. Yes. And if you don't think you talk like that, white people, fucking think again. This is the uh, voice that you have to have. This to be is a, the voice. Uh, a white person, uh, as done in the comedy act of a black person. Absolutely. Uh, yes, you need this. Practice voice. three, three syllable and more words. Absolutely. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great. I have a great white guy voice. I'll yeah, just that's do. a good one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Thank you very much. Yes, sirree, Bob. <laughs> okay. Then, <laughs> in some 50s terminology. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> Holy crap. We can take the black quiz. Oh, nice. Uh, the smooth R&B soul quiz. This singer briefly sang back up to the chart-topping late 70s disco group. Uh, Cheek? Cheek? Cheek. Cheek? Cheek. R. Kelly, Ronald Isley, Luther Vandross, or Prince? I'd uh, say... Uh, who did that? Oh, fuck. We uh, won't even know the answers. You have to send in your answers. Oh, you that's all. I, I hate that shit. <laughs> Put it in the back of the magazine. Oh, those nigga magazines. God, God damn. Week. Oh, 
It's, it's always put it on. Make you buy another issue. Whether it's the Whether it's a goddamn test or the motherfucking bills, they always putting that shit off. I bet you the white man runs this magazine trying to get some more money out of us. Black God man is always late. Y'all always late. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn, can't put the motherfucking answers in the goddamn motherfucking name. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, let's say hi to uh, uh, John in Nebraska. I want to see what else is in this black uh, magazine. We don't, we don't need your mama jokes. Who's printing up your mama jokes? We start uh, doing your mama jokes in the show. We're fine. Stop. <laughs> David Lee Roth will do your mama jokes. That's right. He's going he's gonna to need that after the first uh. month. <laughs> when he breaks out the mama jokes, you know he's fucked. Uh, John, Nebraska, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey. I got a, a suggestion for Anthony and his home invasion security system. I'm, yeah. sure, he's got a, I'm sure he's got a big alarm system, you know, being the... the uh, the rich man that he is. But uh huh. A poor folks here in Nebraska we use baby monitors. Baby monitors? Where do you put it? You put a baby monitor in the center of your house, and that damn thing will pick up a mouse part at a hundred yards. And then you uh, keep the little walkie-talkie thing by your bed. Yep. You can hear anything that goes on in your house. That's a great idea. You a need one baby of monitor. Fuck and I, baby and, monitor. And is he grabbing a gun as soon as he hears I'm something? Right. I'm right with you. I got I got guns stashed all over the house. You never know what the hell's gonna go on anymore. Wait a minute, but so as soon as you hear the baby something on the baby monitor, you get up and grab a gun. And grab a gun. That's what hell I do. Yeah. The second I hear anything, could be a raccoon in the backyard. Uh yep. you grab a weapon. I got a I got That's a forty Smith I got a forty Smith and Wesson by the bed, I got a twelve gauge in the in the closet, I got guns all over the house. What's your address? That's good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just go right to his closet and get his guy. Thank you, John. Shotgun. All right. Talk to you later. The book reviews in the uh, the Black Men's Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We live in... Opie is completely Oh, yeah. He's taken with this. Dude, we live in two different fucking we worlds. We certainly do. When did Black right, They got a book that? review on Biggie. Uh-huh. Okay. They got a book review on Hoodlum. Why not? And a book review on They Tell Me of a Home. What? <laughs> Why not? Where's uh, Of Mice and Men? I don't see that anywhere on here. No one reads that shit. It's on the New York Times bestseller list. I bet none of those books. None of those. I, I bet, bet those you Hoodlum might be. It. I think Hoodlum's number three. Hoodlum? Yeah. What's that about? What's Hoodlum about? I don't know. Hoodlums. Hoodlums. About great neck, <laughs> motherfuckers. Could you just stay in the city, guys? It's about Leroy Rodriguez. Leroy Rodriguez. Holy shit. Change your fucking name. He fell out of stereotype heaven. That moment, Leroy. I'm gonna name my child Leroy Rodriguez. You know, parents don't understand shit. Do you know that when a, a fucking corporation is looking through resumes, they are throwing Leroy Rodriguez out without even looking at his qualifications? But see, black people figure that whole thing out. We spell black people spell regular names. Now with black, they give their kids like white guy names, but they'll spell it with black guy. Like P yeah. will be P E T Q E <laughs> <laughs> with a hyphen over the Q. <laughs> like Africanizing. Yeah, Pete. Africanizing Jim. J Y M M E. The E. <laughs> the E is silent. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Sharon. S H. Oh my U -O -R -O -Q -U -I -N, god. U O R O Q U I N with a hyphen over the S. <laughs> you don't pronounce the Q. Uh, all right, listen. 
Listen to this. Now I'm I'm to the part of the black men's magazine where they talk about the new kicks. Yes. Yeah. There's a sneaker out there called a bathing ape. Let me see. What is it? Uh, uh, Japanese sneaker makers, a bathing ape has finally come to America, opening a store in New York City. Be prepared to break the bank, though, because everything they make is limited edition. There's a shoe called a bathing ape. All right. Fuck it. Why people don't get excited? Make your own about jokes that? there. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't care about that shit no more. You can we don't associate ourselves with apes and shit. Nah, nah. It's played out. I wear a bathing ape. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I just won't be. I just won't wear a bugged out eye. <laughs> I always thought that was stupid because it's Nigga, not even close. Nigga, get out my face with those pair of bugged out eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't play around. <laughs> with... <laughs> Would you like a pair of bugged out eyes? Nigga, you better get out of my face. Give me them bathing apes <laughs> and those uh, <laughs> new Nike step and fetch it. <laughs> you can step and fetch it in the Nike step and fetch it. And give me a pair of Lordy Jesuses. <laughs> <laughs> Feet don't fail me now. <laughs> With the new yeah, pump heel. Give me a pair, a pair of air feet. Don't fail me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pair of feet. Don't fail me now. Let's go to Kurt in New Jersey. Kurt. Hey, boys. Hey, Kurt. Hey, hey man. Happy birthday, Bill. Hey, listen, now, isn't uh, Book Review and Black Magazine an oxymoron? Oh, ah. oh, oh, oh. Like jumbo Bunch shrimp. Out, boys. Asshole. Right. Goddamn racist everywhere. Yeah. Let's say hi to Mike in Virginia. Mike. What's up, guys? What's um, up, Mike? I'm an ex-New Yorker that lives in the woods of Virginia. Let me tell you something. There's no crime happening down here. <laughs> nah. Anyway, there's another name that black people use a lot. Instead of saying pajama, they call it pajame. It sounds funny. Pajame. Pajama's pajame. 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 Where's my pajame? Pajame. That's pretty funny. Pajame. That's a good one. Another one is let's go to, let's go uh, shopping at Tajay. ไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ทาร์เจนไอ้ที่ท
from their jewelry store in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, there you go. And that should be the first goddamn. See, 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 you think it's like these are these are people without a purpose. These uh-huh. people have robbed. They're, they're staking out people, mm-hmm. and they they know what they're doing. They're not just taking a goddamn guess that you got something in the house. That you might have something. Yeah, you have nothing, Anthony. No one's following you. Maybe I should put just out just guns that... and video games. What are they gonna do? A Cadillac in the driveway. <laughs> Oh, shit. Everybody has one. Uh, Butch right. in Miami. Butch? Hey, guys. Uh, as long as you got Patrice in the studio this morning, why don't you have him to interpret Boo Got Shot for us? Have you ever heard Boo Got Shot? I love Boo Got Shot. Mm-hmm. You've never heard Boo Got Shot? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This is great. Now. Yeah, Eric's going to find it for us. This is our, we, When we first played this, uh, we kind of came up with this idea that uh, any time, any like black community ought to pick a spokesperson for the media whenever anything happens there. That way, somebody can Why be... Why should we? See, this is that the That way you can be concise no. and sound intelligent when you're telling the news about a shooting or anything. You know what? No. Because it's, it's <laughs> no. because no. I'm sick. This is the thing that, that white people, the, the luxury you have, that right. you are separate from every other white person. So so a dumb white... Now, now, now dumb white person, the stereotype is shit kicking. Well, you know, what happened over there? Right. Well, we'll do but I don't say, hey, white people, you should have somebody talk. If a guy doesn't, <laughs> now he's making if, a point. If a guy does not talk well, but he's the guy that they're talking to, yeah. then fuck it. I I'll understand him. We'll get the drift. That's why black people go. You, you you know what I'm saying? At the end of a lot of stuff, we go. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't care. Uh, play it. I guarantee. I don't know what he's saying, and I still. I don't give a shit. Interview dumb black guys or get black guys that doesn't. They don't communicate. I don't give a shit. I guarantee you have no idea what this is. This is, is a chick. <clears throat> Ready for this? Go ahead. Who got shot is all we know. And she had to tell the police <laughs> or the reporter, and this is how it came out. Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh, she was taking real bad news. Peaches, they got shot. They got shot. I said, who, who? She said, boo got shot. Boo got shot. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We just saw it. My sister had called somebody. Oh, Pim. She called my cousin. Pumpkin just sailed up. She called her. And Pumpkin told her that she was on the phone with police. And Chichi, she had left out. And she went and got in her car. And she bailed out. And when she left out, then when I heard the gunshot again, and when I heard the gunshot and I seen some boy had run in the building over back that way. He ran in that building. I seen that car just. Flew off and then I seen a long gun, a big old gun in the pipe. <laughs> Come on, Patrice. Yeah, now, uh, <laughs> that bitch speaks a whole nother. Who's punkin'? That's all I got. That, we love punkin'. Punkin' uh, <laughs> rules. I know somebody got shot in a car in a uh, drive-by shooting. Yeah. She saw somebody's gun hanging Something out the like window. Something like that, out the window. But how do you find... That is no black person. There's a percentile of black people. The, the lo, no one understands that. Nah. No person... Oh, we found someone that, found, that uh, knows how to translate <coughs> Interpreted that for us, yeah. <laughs> um, ready for the thing? Okay. Uh-huh, she was real bad. It appears the young lady was trembling from nervousness. <laughs> someone has been wounded. The whole, whole... I inquired as to who the victim was. Ooh, she said, Boo, got shot. Boo has suffered a gunshot. <laughs> Boo, got shot. Boo has become the victim of another violent crime. I said, Oh my God, oh my God. Oh me, oh my. We just saw it. My sister had called yeah. somebody. Oh, Pim. My sibling telephoned another relative. She called my cousin Pumpkin to sell dust. In fact, it was my cousin Pumpkin <laughs> who lives in this very same community. She called her and Pumpkin told her that she was on the phone with police. Pumpkin was already on the phone with the local authorities. 
and Chi-Chi, she had left out. Chi-Chi had already departed. <laughs> she went down her car, she bailed out. She found her vehicle and put it in reverse. <laughs> when she left out, when I heard gunshot again. As she was departing, a shot rang out, piercing the cold night air. When I heard gunshot and I seen someone had run in the building over that way. Apparently, the perpetrator was seeking cover behind a local building. He ran in that building. It was that building over there. And I seen that car that flew off. I saw the car depart with a rapid acceleration. And then I seen a long gun. I saw a firearm of substantial caliber. <laughs> I mean substantial caliber. He had a big old long gun. In fact, it was the gentleman in the back seat who had the firearm with the extended barrel. <laughs> How good is that? Man? Oh my yeah. God! That, uh, that is our, one of our favorites. Me, and this is like unreal. Who got shot? Who got shot? Oh my God! How great is that? Who got shot? Pumpkin. Oh. I love the pumpkin. <laughs> you know that chick is just out clubbing. <laughs> you know, I, I gotta go home now. Oh, Goddamn police shutting down God. the club. I got a photo shoot for Smooth Magazine. Well, I, I got to deal with this shit. See, that shouldn't even be... I, that doesn't even embarrass me. That, that's a, that's no. one thing... Well, it shouldn't. A, I, but that will embarrass If you play that in front of like a bunch of black people, like uh, uh, a building full of black people, and play her, everybody will just be feeling oh. like they have to express... It's like it's, I don't, the bitch can't speak. No yeah, I don't know. I, you, you, I, you absolutely uh, summed it up, because whenever you see, you know... I watched an episode of Cops, and they go to the trailer, and there's that white guy is all drunk going, This is my goddamn house, and I can do whatever the fuck I want in here, and you police ain't going to tell me. It's like, I don't feel like nope. I should have any shame white whatsoever because the, of this the, guy. The hand in the head, like, oh, here's another one. This is going to make us all look bad. Yeah. <laughs> when did we have to start doing it? I don't understand. When, two things black people have to do. We have to be embarrassed for every other black person, yeah. and we have to give every other black person money. Uh, yeah. It's, Why we, is that? We have to give them. My girl got so mad, Oprah gave um, some as a gay white kid like his dream come true fantasy. And she's like, there's what so many other mean? black women. There's black people who need it. And I'm like, I, I fell for that once in my life. When I was about 13, and I was walk, I gave a bum money white dude, and a black woman walked by. Older woman goes, you know, there's a black man who needs it up the street. Oh, and, and I was boy. like, I stopped giving white bums money for for years. I remember, I remember one time. I think it was one New Year's Eve or something. When when we were all hanging out, we're walking down the street, and my girlfriend gave this uh, this uh, white bum uh, some money as we were walking by. And Patrice said, uh, he goes, oh, that's sweet. You're a sweet little racist. <laughs> <laughs> we still fucking laugh about that. Goes, You're a sweet little racist. <laughs> let's, let's go to Robert in Chicago. Robert. Yeah. Hey, Robert. Hey, how's it going? Listen, um, I, I, you guys brought up about the people speaking funny um, um, when, they, when they were trying to tell the police different things. There's a guy, there's a tape that was out on the radio about uh, eight, nine years ago. Well, a guy was trying to uh, call for an ambulance, but he was calling the ambulance. He was so drunk. Oh, the Bambalance. The Bambalance yeah, We need a Bambalance. Yeah. I, I, we used yeah. to play that. I don't know if we still have that around. We'll have to look for it. Yeah, I was The Bambalance. I love you guys. All right, I'm thanks. Out. Thank you, man. And then, of course, there's uh, there's this one. I like uh, this woman here. I seen uh, the cops knocking the truck window out, and I thought they was giving the man UPS. I thought the man was dead. That's the way it was. 
Giving the man UPS. Speak on this show on a daily basis, though. It strikes you like you don't want to care, like, hey, the lady, but you just want to go, sweetie, you know. Come on, baby. And then it's so inane that you can't even remember what it is. Because when you correct her, you might use the wrong three letters. Come on, baby. It's not UPS. Come on now. It's DHL. Come on, sweetie. They was giving the man UPS. And I'm like, why would you have him sign for a package when he obviously needs medical attention? <laughs> Brian at Fargo. What's up, Brian? Good morning, boys. Fargo. Hey, how uh, cold is it up there in Fargo? Uh, right today, it's actually 32 degrees above, but uh, I did post something on Whackbag showing a stop sign uh, where I live. Oh, that was you? I love that, yeah, that fucking movie. Uh, anytime Fargo is on, I watch it. I love it. One of my favorite scenes is when uh, Buscemi and that other guy that's with him gets pulled over by the cop, and he's trying to talk him out of it, and he's like, I thought we could take care of it right here in Brainerd. Right here in Brainerd. And he's handing him the wallet with his ID in it and shit, just like not knowing how to fucking pull it off. One of the best movies ever made. Yeah, yeah you betcha. Hey, um... You betcha. Don't forget, I do That's not where this here uh, execution-type deal happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, um, don't forget to play Gangsta Fag. Gangsta Fag right, after the break, I promise. We right. love it. You promised. You said to be reminded. That's it. I, I promise. We just got to take leaks and stuff, and then we'll do Gangsta Fag for Patrick. Up by the lake. All right. We got another song as we go to break the, from Brother Joe. We're getting into the, the Christmas spirit, I guess. Are we? Ah, uh, yeah. seems like the listeners love all this uh, Christmas Wonderful. shit that we have uh, that we have collected over the years. Well, Brother Joe doing the her- have a herky jerky Christmas is pretty. Oh, nice. this is uh, the song about Ben. Yeah, oh, I haven't heard this one in a year. Wow, cool. About I like Ben, our producer for the new listeners. It's gonna take you some time to realize that Ben likes to herk and jerk, and Ben's a twitchy motherfucker. Yeah, and uh, Brother Joe came up with a little Christmas song. Like you work for a day Eat a dish of some bad fish Just like old gravy leg Have a herky-jerky Christmas Comb your hair with a car bomb Then exclaim that's nuts insane With your big fat meaty hog Huff and puff, you breathe too much And buzzin' like a bee Run around like you're strung out on crystal methadrine. Have a herky-jerky Christmas, and in case you didn't hear, be like Ben and have a herky-jerky Christmas this year. It's nuts, insane, it's insane, it's nuts, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's nuts, insane, it's insane, it's nuts, it's crazy, it's nuts, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's nuts, it's insane, it's nuts, it's crazy. Let's go to John in Arizona real fast. John, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, I bought my XM satellite radio a couple of weeks ago and uh, was tuning around with a buddy of mine because we drive truck. He called me up and left a... uh, message your tissue time with michelle on it oh yeah and told me to put it on this channel and uh 
So I figured I'd put it on this channel, man. You know, dude, I don't. I think I've changed my radio station once since I started listening to you guys. And uh, you guys are funny, man. Ah, oh, we like John. that. Yeah, we like the tissue time if it's done right, but lately it's been kind of eh, so-so. What's your uh, what's your buddy's name that turned you on to us? Uh, Steve. Steve, that's spreading the virus. That's right. There it was. He he went up to uh, his friend John here, sneezed, boom, he got it, and now uh, the virus is in you. That's how it works. We are the bird flu of radio. That's right. This is the ONA virus, and it's spreading all over the you goddamn don't want to be You don't want to be the bird flu. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, well, 60 motherfuckers got it. If we're going to be a virus, we want to be a bad virus. Bird we flu don't want to be one of those cute viruses. Bird flu's cute. No, bird flu, guys, it's only got a few, but I heard you guys potential for disaster. Being, uh, I don't know <laughs> how, how old the episode was, but I was listening last night, and you guys were talking about the uh, regular radio stations wanting to get rid of XM and this and that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I go back home, there's a radio station I always listen to, but, you know, whenever that radio station back home gets to the point where Boring! I... <laughs> this guy's relaxed, isn't he? You gotta listen love to them. Where I can listen to them when I'm up. Oh, I get it. This is like what it's like on the porch. I get it. Drinking a couple. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Bottles of James. They're drinking some bottles of James on the porch, looking out, going. Yeah, see the wood line? I'm looking to push it back another maybe 25 yards. Going to give me enough room for a fence. Putting it there, and then I'm going. Fill this deck out for a little ways here. God bless that guy. God. He's so relaxed. God bless this dude. And it's like I there's love this no guy. white people anywhere going, you know, he's giving white people a bad name. Nah. He was just relaxing. I'm, if that was a black dude on there, somebody would say, look, man, slavery's over. <laughs> All right, John. If a black dude was going, you know, uh, thing with the thing and the toodles with the lulums. Why they all got to fucking sound like... <laughs> John, thank you. Guys, All right, thank you, John. Yeah, well, looks like you have a lot of time to listen to this show. Yeah, had to buy a couple of new retreads for the truck the other day. Blue one going down. I figured it was such a good deal at the store. I pick up two of them, so that's what I did. I got two. He <laughs> sounds like he has secret like chicken recipes and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, now nah, I make great gravy. Yeah, uh, you, you know, know the trick of the whole crust is just putting some chewed up uh, crunched up cornflakes in it and it just makes it brings you wouldn't even know it's cornflakes but what it does to the chicken is amazing and what i could do with a, a steak let me tell you about it open up what you got to do is use i only use the weber grill which i put on the outside and only charcoal none of that gas stuff and you're sitting there and all his buddies are standing around with the beer yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, King of the Hill. I did. It's King of the Hill. Oh, that is exactly God. what that was. God God damn. God that guy don't have God. a worry in the world either. And you could just sit and listen to him talk. And Happy just, go lucky guy. Oh, gosh. Just be nice. Jim in New York. What's up, Jim? Hey, fellas. Good morning. Happy birthday, Patrice. Hey, listen. Uh, I turned my boss on to you guys. We bought him an XM radio for Christmas. He's always been a Howard fan, didn't know who Opie and Anthony was, turned him on for the virus. He's fucking hooked, man. Ah, uh, cool. Very good. Thanks, That's Jim. How you it guys spreads. have a good holiday. Uh, you too. Yeah, it's spreading all over America. One to the other. Here's this guy in Atlanta. What's your name? Hermont. Uh, Hermont? Uh, yeah, Noir. Hermont, H-E-M-N-T. What kind of uh, uh, nationality is that there? Indian. Uh-oh. Indian? Yeah, India. Dot. Oh, oh India. Woo. Yeah, woo-woo or dot. Yeah, I just got accepted yesterday. I got a new car. 
that I, I had I had an Indian gentleman uh, call me yesterday uh, about um, Optimum Online okay. because I have Optimum Online <laughs> and I have Optimum Cable, but they're trying to pull that Optimum push that Optimum Voice thing, mm -hmm. which I don't want any part of. I don't want my phone through the cable. I don't want my power to go out and not have a telephone. I don't want uh, 911 to not know my address because if you dial 911 through the Optimum Voice. Uh, as of yet, they haven't figured out how to get your location uh, with that. I just don't want it. And my phone bill isn't that high where I need optimum voice. But they keep calling and pushing and pushing. And this guy calls up. He goes, Hello. and you know customer service has uh, subbed everything out to India. So oh. the call's coming from India, uh, wherever. I I'm getting the call. And again, his name was... I am Robert calling for cable vision. I can know you're not Robert. You are not Robert. Evelyn Dublin, this is Evelyn Dublin, Darren. Darren? Yes. You're not Darren. It was a real name. They just make shit up. This is Darren calling from AT&T. What? Your name is Darren and Entity? What? 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 Hermont. Darren. In Atlanta. What's What do you got today? Name is Hermont. That was funny, though. This happens to me also but you know when the calls go somewhere else then it's even worse but anyway i just got a new car and i got xm and this buddy of mine joey he told me to listen to you guys and i just did and i think you're really funny there you go so, the thank virus you Vermont, right in front of our eyes indians laughing i think the motherfuckers yeah, laughing is, oh, oh, oh. this is really funny that is very funny <laughs> that is, i didn't realize <laughs> I, don't, I don't sound like that do you do i yeah, you do, motherfucker. Oh, yes, you do. You have a slight, you have a slight, slight case of able double. You will go to Pankot and find a stone. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you guys. You That's what every service guy that calls me for. <laughs> you don't sound like the guy from uh, the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Not quite that bad. <laughs> you don't sound that bad. <laughs> you sound like you're one generation. Your kids won't sound like you, but you don't sound like your parents. So you, you're doing all right. You're getting there. I sound like somebody who's been here for a year, so it's slowly changing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's really yeah, slow. Man, yeah, it's <laughs> a little bit. You still got the rrrr at the end of everything. I knew when the crops come back, you had found a stone. He's <laughs> <laughs> the guy that sent Indy off. <laughs> <laughs> when my age is when my age is All right, Herman, thank you. Oh, God damn. I think we're done with you for today, all right? There goes, Keep in touch. Uh, Mont from that uh, guy has India. no idea what he's he missed. really. That guy thinks it's the Opie Anthony and Patrice O'Neill show. show. He don't know there what Jimmy is. There are people listening that have no idea who Jim Norton he is. He doesn't know Jimmy Norton from a hole in the wall. <laughs> this thing is just growing. Not on the head. All right, we got a backup. We played Land of Confusion by Disturbed. They're going to be in studio tomorrow. Very very cool. Can't wait to meet them guys. We wanted them to Love plug Disturbed. in and just jam. I guess that's not going to happen. Did you guys ever find out how uh, we were supposed to? Koi or what's the name of that group? Remember that group? Yeah, they never called us back. That was opening for Bon, oh, bon Jovi. Jovi. Yeah, we want to see how that went. The cubicles, who knows? Maybe in the new year they'll finally be uh, out of here so we could, you know, tomorrow would have been a perfect day to plug in with Disturbed and let them just rock, but uh, I don't know. We'll still have fun with them. And, Ann, you were mentioning a uh, a teaser about um, about Santa. Yeah, yeah. I think Danny found it. You better watch out, because these Santa's helpers seem more interested in cash than kids. And we caught them undercover. Tomorrow on Fox 5 News at 10. What, what is the problem? What could the story be? Santa's helpers are more interested in cash than kids. Now, from what they showed, it was a, a, a department store Santa. And you know the little elves that help Santa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had this hidden camera of someone counting money. Pickpocketing children. 
Do you think they're pickpocketing children? <laughs> oh, pickpocketing the parents that are I'm thinking that in order to get up on the line a little, maybe they're taking some Pay payoff. Payola? That's, to get my, to the front of that's line? just a theory I have. I don't know what the story is, but what, can, or, what else could it be? Or are they pre interviewing <laughs> the kids and going, if you want that PSP, uh, give me $10, I'll, I'll put in a good word with the big guy? That impossible. Well, what the hell is it? Hey, come here. You think um, it's just to cut the line to make it a little money? Kid, come here. Dude, that's impossible with the line cutting. Sit on Muggsy's lap. I'll tell you what you're going to get for Christmas for a couple of saw bucks. There's no way it could be anything more than than just, you know, a couple of bucks and your kid gets uh, up on the line quicker. Can't be. Because it's the store helpers, you know, that because they said Because somebody would snitch. That's not an undercover thing. Someone did snitch. But that's a snitch thing right away. That's like if the guy goes, hey, give me like, a Like, oh, someone goes, goes to the manager. Uh, excuse me, man. Like, especially with white, but let's face it, Anthony, come yeah. on. Huff. Huff. Pay to get him to or, or the person that isn't paying would sit there and go, why is that child being uh, led up to the front when I was here? Huff. 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 Or if it was anywhere where some black people was lying, there was a big fuck oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Fuck that. My child been waiting. Uh-uh. 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 Fuck that. You ain't going, uh-uh. I ain't uh-uh. nobody paying. There's no line cutting in the black community whatsoever, I bet. Uh-uh. Go to Great Adventure, my friend. It's a I'm great saying, adventure. Uh, I'm saying in, in all black environments, there's no nasty. line cutting. No, there's no line cutting, man. There's all black series. In an all black community uh, situation, I, I bet uh, a lot of money. There's no Matter line fact, cutting. There's not only no line cutting in the black community. There's no space between you and the person in front of you to allow any line cutting. It's like there's no like you, you can't stand there for a second. Why the person in front of you is moving? Yeah. You can't even stand there for a second. Keep moving, motherfucker. Nah. Or someone's gonna cut in front I of you. I hate that shit. All right. Airport line, you're waiting, and somebody you leave a whole big gap. Mm. I don't care that no one's getting in it. It's just I want to know I'm a little closer to my destination. That's all. I almost punched a uh, a gentleman on um, Thanksgiving. A gentleman? A gentleman? What did he on do to you? I had family come in for Thanksgiving. We went to a restaurant. Screw mm-hmm. that cooking shit. Mm-hmm. Nice. And we were parking one of the cars. And uh, my neighborhood was closed down because they were blowing up the Macy's uh, floats there, mm-hmm. the parade floats. So uh, everyone headed toward the garages because there was nowhere to park on the street. And we were on a very, very long line get, trying to get into the garage. We had to wait like an hour just to get into a garage. That's oh. Complete nightmare. Aunt. Dude. And uh, that's when the grease works. <clears throat> and that's when the grease works. And we're making our way to the front of the line, and all of a sudden, this uh, white guy, who uh, has a lot more money than anyone else around him, just figures he deserves to cut everybody. God bless. And he starts cutting. Did he slip the guys a couple of bucks? Oh, dude, he started cutting. Yeah. My brother-in-law, um, who's you know from Long Island, doesn't have the New York attitude. Is the only thing I could think. Goes up to him and goes, "Hey, man, a lot of people are waiting here, and..." Yeah, not cool. You know, these guys are going to be really pissed. And the guy's like, well, you know, I'm just going to kind of, I'll let maybe one or two go, and then I'll sneak in. You know, I got uh, I got a family waiting in a restaurant right now. Oh, yeah, like no one I else is. Uh... So my brother-in-law walks away like, all right, that's a perfectly normal excuse. That's fine. Yeah. And I go, Mike, I, I call Mike to the car. I go, Mike, <laughs> what, what did this asshole just say? And he tells me, I go, 
jump out, slam the door right in his face. I go, you motherfucker. You ain't fucking cutting this fucking line. I just lose my mind, right? He goes, oh, calm boy. down, calm down. I'm like, I ain't fucking calming down. You're not cutting this line. And then he gives me the line. Uh, he goes, uh, I got family in a restaurant. And I go, we all have fucking family in restaurants. Right. It's right. Thanksgiving. Or right. they're at our houses. Get the fuck out of here. What do you think everybody's in line for? Like, yeah. to, w- to what? Well, uh, to- I can wait. I don't need a, my, my car or anything. Everybody in this parking lot is going to a restaurant. You yeah, you're get all out. For that type of shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, and everyone was losing their mind. I was the only one that jumped out of the car, and that's what amazed me. I'm like, n- none of you other assholes behind me are, are pissed at what you're about to see here. These guys well, will do anything for a ten spot. You got to be, so you got to be discreet, though. So then, so then the guy's like, "Whoa, I don't want any trouble," and you know, pulled away. And then I get some, uh, you know, beeps from the cars behind me, like, "Ah, oh, thanks for taking care of that." Like, you fucking pussies, Ooh. man. I'm the only one that's yeah. outraged by this. I can't get that outraged about a lot of things. I I do I'll do anything to get ahead of somebody. I I never yeah. in my life have waited in a like the, the off ramp part of a to to pe- people waiting to get all oh, right on the right side of the road and uh-huh. this, that. I go in the regular traffic until I get to the the striped line. That's oh, it. and then you dart in. I go right into the elbow and I just do it. I don't, I battle it out with those people, <clears throat> but I do it myself. I don't. I, oh, yeah. I, I just. I just. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, wait. Jersey. Yo. What's up, Kenny? Gangsta fag, yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People want to hear gangsta fag. fag. <laughs> All right, we got him. <laughs> the name of the band is Gangsta Fag, or the name of the rapper. He's a black hardcore uh, rapper. But he's gay. Yeah, but he's gay and he's proud of it, and he uh, he raps about it. Shit. You ever get him on the phone? We're trying to find this guy, right? Joe Rogan turned us on to this guy. He, Joe Rogan gave us this CD at uh, the poker thing in L.A. when we were broadcasting from that last year. And it's uh, one of the favorite uh, things we like doing on this show is playing yeah. some gangster fag. Well, favorite? I don't know. It's up there. It's disturbing. It's very disturbing, but people enjoy it out Are there. Are you playing the one about... Uh, he wants it. He wants it. <laughs> this is so bad. It's one, so disgusting. You want to set up the song for Patrice? Uh, well, it's a gangster fag. Uh, well, the song's story is there's this uh, uh, gangster, and uh, he's a fag. Okay. And um, he hooks up with this white, uh, I, I don't know, he comes off like a businessman kind of guy. Rich businessman. Who's married, has kids. But nice house, he, nice job. He's bi-curious, I guess, and checks it out. And once he's had a taste of gangster fag, he doesn't want to, like, he latches on to this guy. And just wants him all the time. And Gangster Fag just, you know, used him as a, a lay. And he intricately, he intricately put this together. Yeah. In a rap song. In a rap song. And it's just disturbing. Listen. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. By the way, this will just outrage the middle of America. The truckers will just they'll, they'll pull out shotguns on this song. See, I was getting high with my boys one day Just kicking back, hanging out in L.A. When this dude drove by in this really funky bands I could tell right away this motherfucker had his Was a white dude, about 30-something Kept staring at me, yelling like he wanted something He called me over and he asked for directions I saw his dick was hard, so I beat his car I said, you lying, you know you ain't lost You wanna suck my dick while I'm jacking you off And he said, oh no, there must be a mistake I got a wife and a kid and I'm very, very straight So I said, take my number and my name You can call me up when you're sick of playing as I walked away, yo, I knew you would call Cause if you see one fag, they can see them all <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck you think? He needs some 
what the fuck you mean? He was sick. Cause if you see one bag, now you see them all. <laughs> he was sick. So what the fuck you mean? He needs sick. So what the fuck you think? He was sick. Cause if you see one bag, then you see them all. So I knew that he'd be climbing the wall. One week later and he finally called. Oh, no. He said his family's <laughs> gone for a week or two. And he was really bored and needed something to do. So I drove to his crib up in Beverly Hills. A poor man's house worth a couple of mills. He said he wasn't gay, he just wanted to check. And I had five later, he massaging my back. In his white room, he gave me some head. Went in the next room and fucked on his kid's bed. Fucked and we fucked like bitches in heat. I came on his face and it all over the sheets. I knew that I was done when I started getting sore. I grabbed the kid's toe and I wiped my dick off. He's lying on the bed, still trying to recover. I'm dressed and I'm out as my car burns rubber. So what the fuck you think? So what the fuck you mean? Cause if you see one thing, then you see them all. So what the fuck you think? So what the fuck you mean? Cause if you see one thing, then you see them all. The thing was so good that he just couldn't pass up. So hold that week, yeah, I'm tearing that ass up. Cause he loved to ride him and he loved to suck him. And after I was done, I let my homeboy fuck him. Now his punk ass called me every day. I told him we were through, then he said he would pay. So now twice a week, I'm getting paid to tap him. He laced me with the cash and the visa platinum. One month later, and the cat's out the bag. Cause this motherfucker started dressing in drag. But I did my thing and I had my fun with him. It's time to cut him off because I'm done with him. Crying like a bitch and he's starting to beg. He's falling on the ground, holding on to my leg. Screaming, don't leave, please twist it, G. But this is what you get when you fuck with me. Ha! So what the fuck you think? So what the fuck you mean? Cause if you see one bag, then you see them all. So what the fuck you mean? So what the fuck you think? Cause if you see one bag, then you see them all. part was necessary where the kid had to call up gangster bag and ask why his toys were sticky <laughs> patrice is speechless man isn't that awful it's just it's just I mean, shocking man it's it is shocking it's like it's, it's shocking on a lot of levels like first of all he got studio time like <laughs> like somebody gave this motherfucker studio time. yeah yeah and the pride he's doing it with with the pride of a heterosexual yeah like, like that's exactly like the same tough song guy. Uh, yeah, say. I'm fucking this guy. So the niggas came, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so the motherfucker came with the attitude and and the pride. Like that's how it really went down at the thing. He walked him to the to the rich white guy's car. Yeah. He goes, I see your dick is hard. What's up, nigga? You mother- call me. That nigga called me. That motherfucker would have been screeching down the road with nine one one on his cell phone. <laughs> I think I was being carjacked. <laughs> Not fucking getting his phone number and shit. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's your name? Anthony. Uh, what's up, nigga? Um, 
I heard you was worried about home invasions. If I'm there, don't worry about that shit. Uh, I got you. I got you. Opie. Damn. We got a trucker on the line. <laughs> That's a dope-ass name. <laughs> Mark. Mark the trucker. What's up? Motherfucker. Mark. Yeah, what's up? Hey, man. What's up, Mark? What's up, Mark? Oh, I just called to tell you, man, that's about the most fucked up song I've ever heard. Why is it so fucked up, Mark? <laughs> Why is talking it about, fucked up? Talking about grabbing the kid's toy and right, wiping his dick off with it. Man, come on. Well, what's up with that? What's wrong with that, nigga? You ain't got oh, no kid's man. toys? Where you at? That, that's just too much, man. You got room in the back of your truck, nigga? All right, thanks, Mark. <laughs> gangster <laughs> fag. Gangster fag. What's up? He's a gangster He's a tough fag. One. He's like... He's a, he's a tough guy there. Holy Josh shit. in D.C., what's up? What's up, guys? Hey. You know, the song isn't half bad, uh, but he, like you guys said, he's he's acting like he's like he's some gangster guy. talking Instead of, instead of talking about bitches and hoes, he's just talking about another fag. Well, I'm trying to tell my story. Yeah, <laughs> People yeah. don't hear my story, so if you could... I got to tell my shit. You know what I'm saying? Why is it, uh, why is it just got to be bitches and hoes? Why is it got to be bitches and hoes? Why can't it be tearing some man's ass you up? You understand? <laughs> Fuck that. You, you can back this one up. The black community wouldn't accept this. I mean, I I work with a lot of rap artists, and, and I know they wouldn't accept this, especially Washington, which is a heavy black area. They they wouldn't accept this. Yeah, I, I think it would be a little rough if you're, like, touring yeah. around town with your windows down and cranking up grank, uh, grank exactly. stuff. Exactly. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck that. Niggas respect me and my pink rims. Yeah, pink rims. <laughs> hey, Stuart from Alabama says, nothing like having your stepdad walk in as you're listening to the little gangster fag on your PC in Alabama. Yeah, that's something you don't want blasting too loud. When, and the music had just a touch of gay in it. Bing, yeah. bing, 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 bing. You want to hear another bing, track? We've bing, never played bing. another track on the show. Uh, play it. Play it. Just Let's play see it. Let's follow it. Yo. Go ahead. What's I think up? this is called Closet. Yo, your balls look good, son. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sucking on some balls. <laughs> I think about the past and it hurts Just a little kid growing up in the church Fearing Jesus, believing in God uh -oh. Eight years old and I knew I was on Staring at the other little boys in the class My mouth is dry, my heart's beating fast I'm in the restroom, I'm taking the leak And every chance I get, you know I'm taking the beat <laughs> They looking at me, so I turn away quick I can't get caught, staring down at the dicks I wanna hold it in my hand, but I'm scared to try I wanna put it in my mouth, and I don't know why Oh, oh shit. He just didn't explain it. And he's a gay Eminem, man, with his storytelling. Because he could be just a guy that went to jail. Yeah. And he's not a sissy, but he's a fat. I don't know. He said when he was eight years old in church, he's looking at guys, uh, little boys in there with him. And oh, damn. He really did to listen to the story. Uh, you know what? I'm listening to it. The, the brother's voice. telling a story, Patrice. <laughs> I'm trying to share this shit with you. Put it out there. And you're blowing that shit off. <laughs> I'm trying to share this shit with you. And you you making light of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I told you I was having difficulties not looking at men's balls. Ain't you nigga. feeling the brother? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the matter with you? And don't come in this motherfucker with your name being Opie no more because I can't concentrate up in this bitch. Go by Greg. You go <laughs> and you stop opening your eyes, motherfucker. Can we get back to his sunglasses, nigga? Can we get back to his story? <laughs> yeah, alright. He's eight years old so Where far. He? He's in the church bathroom and, ah, and he's he, looking at some dick and wants keep to keep his eye off the dick. Ah. To touch it. These are the things that I'm hoping to get every single night when I'm stroking my dick. I'm real confused, but there's no one to tell. I know my life is good, and I'm going to hell. Cause I'm living in the closet. See, I'm trapped in the closet. See, I'm living in the 
About death, but I'm still a virgin, and it's making me sick. I tried to get with this girl just to try to get off, but I started getting sick, and my dick stayed soft. I knew that me and girls wasn't meant to be. I knew that fucking with that pussy wasn't meant for me. I met this guy named Tim who lived down the street. I used to sneak in his house when his mom was asleep. We used to suck dick and make love all night. I didn't know if it was wrong, but it felt so right. It was a secret that we vowed to keep. The sex was really good, but the guilt ran deep. The truth was, I was in love with a man, and it was something that this world could never understand. Cause I'm living in the closet. Reach. Say it. They got their dicks in the air like they just don't care yet. See, I'm trapped in the closet. I'm living in the closet. So help me. Well, what do you think so far? <laughs> in the closet. And, and it's, and what happens when he gets a little older? You want to hear it? I got it. He was only up to 13. <laughs> and uh, the pain of him. See, this is the thing that even if he was singing it with a feminine voice, like, yeah. you know, and then I couldn't take it. But this motherfucker's like, you know, yeah. I was blowing this nigga in the butt. <laughs> it's like, just, you know what? To, to even tell a story about how I got stuck up in the park with a pistol is painful, but he's just right. going through the life of a, of a, of a dude. That sounds like this. Yeah, and man. God knows what he looks like, and he's like, and he got enough balls to go in a studio and put this out, and in the rap world, and now there's gonna be R&B songs like where, where he's trying to get like the. The rap part of the R&B right, song, right, right. you know, like yeah. Mariah Carey, like, oh, we love each other. And he's like, you know what? I don't love you, bitch. I love this motherfucker. <laughs> I need some dick. <laughs> I need some dick. Where's Usher up in this motherfucker? <laughs> All right, let's see what happens to him here. What happens to him? every day that I awake, I pray to load myself to take. Cause I'm a victim of my fate Because this world ain't right with me And some days I just stay high And watch the days just pass me by But I still refuse to cry Because this world ain't right with me One day me and Tim got caught And the consequences was worse than I thought My parents threw me out and I got disowned Now it's me against the world and I'm all alone they cursed me out and they called me a fag I left with all my clothes in a plastic bag I learned the streets can be cold and vile And believe me, if you're gay, then it's twice as wild I fought a lot, I've been stabbed and shot Motherfuckers trying to kill me, cause I don't like twat In no time, I learned to ride for mine And not to give a fuck if you like my kind I'd rather be dead than be living a lie And I won't be a fag till the day that I die so now they got me not giving a fuck And I'm saying fuck the world And I'm living it up Cause I'm living in the closet Yeah See I'm trapped in the closet Cause I'm living in the closet So help me I'm in the closet Do you think the, the producer just sat there Like I'm living in the closet. I went 
Ah, uh, like the song's over and he had no clue what it was all about. Yeah, good take. Um, <laughs> and he did the newspaper. Uh, yeah, yeah. The newspaper set. Uh, uh, good. Yes, sounded good. Uh, I think. Uh, Yo, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to give you my demo. Uh, yeah, yeah, worked, we listened. I worked hard on this. Well, you know, I listened to it, uh, gangster, mm. and it's a very limited market you're going for. I think you're looking at a niche here that's a little hard to fill. Yo, trust me, motherfucker. There's mad people that's gangster fags, and they're going to buy this shit. Trust me. Yeah. 10% of motherfuckers is gay. <laughs> now that's a lot of motherfuckers. And you heard uh, me include a white boy in one of the yeah. songs, nigga. That's so some I'm crossover trying, shit. I'm trying to cross that shit over, yo. I sucked a white man's dick. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. Niggas can't get a fair shake. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked a white man. That could get me on a country charts, motherfucker. <laughs> country. You don't think too much. <laughs> that is, he is hardcore, man. Oh, yeah. my shit. Thanks to Fag. I saw he has a MySpace. Uh, is that true? And, and uh, was Rogan. Was it a MySpace account or is it Joe Rogan's account? It's a MySpace. It's a MySpace. Huh? Rogan was his friend. Oh, it's fake? Oh, it's a fake one? You sure? Yeah. It's got pictures of us all over. Oh, it's got pictures of us all over? Somebody. Oh, great. Oh, oh who was that businessman? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you want to hear one more? <laughs> Fucking why not, man? Pop right. up Gangsta Fag. I'm looking at him going platinum. Here's a song called The Faggots from Gangsta Fag. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sound the same but it's like if he gets another producer this is what happens that that was the that was the most genius song he did because 
you know, uh, it's a lot. Home, 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 homosexuality is really not the thing in rap. So if this nah. nigga is, is, is no, I played the wrong one. Yeah. Oh, son of a. What bitch. happened? That's what I did wrong. Wait a minute, I want to see if he screwed up. This this dude, this dude, if he starts, but see, he pulled that shit on a white boy. He just took a, you know, he pulled that shit on Eminem. He needs to go out there and. and he's hoping Eminem like comes, comes back, back at, at him, him, but he's not gonna come back no. at him though. But if he starts talking no. about he's gonna rape and fuck rappers, somebody's gonna listen to this motherfucker. Yeah. Or he's gonna get killed. I hope he's really a gangster. <laughs> so gangster fag, I hope you're really a fucking soldier, dude. Ends up with he, some yeah. fucking bullet holes in Man, him. Yeah. It's called twelve. I played the wrong one. You did? Yeah. That was the Eminem song, obviously. Yeah. It was labeled wrong. That wasn't very good. Uh, I know. It's a, the the, the best tracks are the ones where he's talking about, you know, his own issues. His own life. Uh, his, self, his life. <laughs> Those are the interesting stories. You, you helping him make his, make his marketing decisions. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a chance to go back into this bit. People want to hear about you. Yo, managers. Yo, Opie, Anthony, what should be my first motherfucking uh, track? What do you think I should drop? You know, I'm thinking the one where you fuck the white guy is a little much for the first all track. Right, right. I like the one where you tell your story about, you know, how you wanted to <laughs> suck that dick as a kid. So you think the, you think my life story perspective is better That's than, like, fucking white men. Right. But, right. but then, you know, right. by the third track in, I think everyone will be familiar with you enough uh -huh. and, and have this relationship with uh -huh. you, as it were, to uh -huh. where they would be comfortable with you fucking the white businessman. Uh -huh. So you think... All right, so you think it's better for me to talk about how I was fucking motherfuckers growing up as opposed That's to fucking like white-collar motherfuckers. Well, yeah. you know, they collars be white when I finish with the That's motherfuckers. Right. See, <laughs> now that's the fun <laughs> and humor. <laughs> so, you know, you got to work them up to the point where then you're rubbing, uh, you're wiping like, your like come up on their like toys, on their kid toys. Getting frothy, like get them built up ready for this. There you go, you know, gangsta I understand bag. what I'm saying. I understand. Mm -hmm. So you think there is a niche for me up in well, this let's, well, let's It could work. Let's take a listen to the faggots because this could be the hit. Yeah, listen. All right, chick, fuck that Eminem shit. I think you're right about that. Fuck the way. All right, put faggots in, right? Uh, what, uh, gangster fag, what's the faggots? What, what's the, what's this about? Look, before nigga, we hear it. Yo, <laughs> before we fuck, hear it. It's like if the song was called Motherfucking Kitten. What do you think it's about, nigga? It's about the faggots. Yeah, we need a little your more, song though. It's called Cheese. Yo, it's about me. And, yo, just put the what shit What do we in. put on the box? What put, do we put on the box? All right, let's all listen to it. You help me through it. I'll tell you what my ideas are. All right, and you tell me what the fuck gangster your ideas are. Is, the faggots. Uh, we gonna sit down and take a piss. Another motherfucking twisted GB. Come on, nigga. This one is dedicated to Mr. Eminem. Got something for your ass, Mr. Eminem. It keeps popping. Yo, back that's not track. faggots, man. What's up? Oh, What's on. up? Sorry about that. Here's the faggots. I just won't like it, yo. Stop playing that Eminem shit, yo. Faggots. Yeah, I like this stuff. Yo, suck on this right here, you know. Uh, put your dick back in your pants. <laughs> nah, it's weed. It's weed, yo. Oh, the weed. Oh, the plants. Try, try to play me, yo. <laughs> now I just finished fucking my man. Now I'm laying in the bed with my dick in his hand. My fucking head. He gets up and he says he's thirsty. He's going, he's going to the store to get a 40-year-old pee. He kissed me and told me I'll be back. I laid the fuck down and started taking a nap. I passed the fuck out because I'm tired like a mother. That's when I heard a scream and the car burning rubber. I grabbed my gat and I ran outside. I saw my baby the on the ground and they beating him down. They had him outnumbered one to eight. They calling him a fag and they kicking his face. Well, I put my gat and I'm letting it spit. And I don't really care, give a fuck who I hit. They jump in the car, now they run like bitches. The dead motherfuckers just dug their ditches. Run for the baggage, run for the baggage. You know the twisted team, kick the brain, the fuck, yes. Run from the baggage, run from the baggage. I 
I like that run. Who's gonna be humming that later today? That was fucking my boo up, yo. It was hitting my boo in his mouth, and I had to come out and take care of that business. This is real shit happened too, yo. I came out in my drawers, yo. Look at this guy, Bill Kirkland from Ohio. He can't take it. He's like, get that fag shit off my fucking XM radio. This morning's show sucks. Like he's one of these guys who's really uncomfortable with it. Word, word, Mr. Ohio. <laughs> first, first letters are O. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For asshole. You know what I'm saying? We up in there. We up in there. We in Ohio too. Dude, you gotta relax. Don't worry so much. Don't worry. You listen to it. It's not gonna turn you Man, into a fag. Fuck a minute. You can't tell a motherfucker from Ohio not to. He's scared of heterosexual black men. So now there's some fag black dudes that are still the same black guys that he's scared of. These ain't sissies. This nigga's like, what's up, white man? Get against the tree. That's what the weirdest part of this fucking national audience is. The weirdest part of having a national him, audience. How can you tell him not to be scared? If I came in there and said, yo, how you doing? I don't suck dick. He'd lose his mind. He would get scared just right. just a record. I don't yeah. suck dick. I'm chilling. Yo, yeah, yeah. Yo, is your daughter around? Anything like that? He'll be like, mother. But if I come around and go, yo, is your son around? If he's not around, you, nigga. <laughs> now he's, yeah. Freaking out. Did I just want to say. You mean they can rob you and fuck you? <laughs> this is fear. You know this is the last state that voted for Bush. This is put These motherfuckers put Bush in office. You think gangster fag? This nigga's not driving it. He's stopped right now. Somebody's picking him. They can carjack me and fuck me up here? <laughs> that's a, that's Don't a new worry. Fear. So you a new fear. So so you have to decide what you're going to tell the cop. Were you was robbed or fucked? Um, Both. Should I lose my diamond wand? But I was raped. Yeah, how do you explain your story to the cop? Hmm. <laughs> you see, there was this uh, gangster. He <laughs> 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 took my BMW and all my money. You can't, you can't blame a guy <laughs> in Ohio for this. Is so, uh, I should give him a pass. You should give him a pass all because right, this is so. Only people in L.A. and New York could mm. ever find this to be funny because we understand this whole thug, yeah. this, this down low, gangster fag, this thug, uh, what do they call it, homo thug shit. Uh, that shit's inner cities. This, well, this poor Bill Kirkland is sitting there. I'm Bill Kirkland, and I'm upset. <laughs> I don't need to hear this kind of stuff. This morning's show sucks. It's the, it's, right. It's like, He's all angry. Because he has no point of view. He's just, this is no. complete fear, but he doesn't want to go, I'm so scared of this. He He's just, he hearing has to go, it. you guys stink. He's, He's for picturing a show that's like, going to give him mama jokes. <laughs> a battle of the sexes. He's picturing like that. He's the guy in the car, and, and, and the gangster fag came up, and... And it's freaking them out. It's it's it's, you, it's scary. You, it's the middle of the country, dude. You yeah. travel around this goddamn country. I got thrown out of Ohio. I was in Cleveland. They tossed me the fuck out of. Out of I started talking about the war, the bitch, because we we can't have you here. We, yeah. She yeah. paid me and got me the fuck out of her goddamn wow. town. And this guy, you can't right, blame well. him. All right, Bill, you get a pass. Let's yeah, go. Uh, pass. Let's get back to the faggots. <laughs> On here, the rest of uh, the faggots. Memorables in the hospital. Do you think they get away? That's impossible. Cause I'm a terrorizer like a gang of a rap. Cause 
cause they picked the wrong fucking bag to gay bash. I know who they are, cause I've seen them before. And now you know it's time for me to settle the score. So I call my dogs and we hit the street. Three craziest fags that you hate to meet. So we headed out to this country bar. We drove around the back and we spotted the car. So we laid low and then four came out. And when they turned around, we stuck the gas in their mouth. Put them on their knees, now they're sucking our dicks. We met it on our face and we watching it drip. Now get the fuck up and give you three to run. One, two, the motherfuckers are done. Oh, they shot him too? Who the fuck has made him suck that dick? Who saw that coming, man? That's hardcore. It's a scary to a motherfucker in the Bronx. You know what the team said? Run from the baggage. Run from the baggage. I guess you picked the wrong fucking bag to fuck with. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo, it was in time back in the days. Motherfuckers used to run up on fags and figure, you know, you could do whatever the fuck you want to them, you know what I'm saying? But this is like a new time, a new motherfucking age. So the next motherfucker you run up on trying to call, call yourself what? Game bash, motherfucker? You gonna end up being a motherfucking fag yourself. Believe that shit, kid. Now we're hunting for the head to rolls. Four down and four motherfuckers to go. So we laid low and stay blazed on weed. That's when we get the call and that's all we need. We get the address of the place they rest. Grab the artillery and bags of sex. Kick in the door and we see y'all victims. Four rednecks and the girls are with them Step in the room and you can smell the fear Don't nobody move cause the bags are here Border parties, only watch you make it Make gold the guys strip and get butt naked Put them on the knees, now we're fucking them all Let the shit off my cock while you're rubbing my balls The girls in tears and she watch you suck it I guess you picked the wrong fucking bag to fuck with I just is scary now Yourself, motherfuckers. Next time you try to run up on a motherfucker, check yourself. Uh, I have something for your ass. Wow, that was scary. He doesn't seem like he's walking down the street for anybody to know he's a fag. Like, uh, well, it all know. depends. He could be all tough and, and shit and dressed like the goddamn village people leather guy. Then you'd know. Well, and the tough thing, too, is that you, no matter how tough of a gay guy, he fucks you up, you still got to explain it. So if I get my oh. ass beat by a gangster fag, I still got to go. Everybody's laughing at me, and I still got to go. <laughs> He'll fuck you up too. He's a big guy, man. <laughs> don't he'll whoop your don't that motherfucker can fight. Don't you think just because he's a fag that you know that nigga got guy can't kick your ass. He got fists like a man, and and you know fags are sneaky. You know what he did? Oh man, let me Dude, tell you what he did. That nigga, I got a picture of that nigga, man. He on my space. Look how big he is, man. He knocked you out. He knocked you out. I bet he would. The guy is. Frightening. Oh. Let's go to Cindy in New Jersey. Cindy. Hi. Hey. Have you guys ever heard of the Stonewall in uh, New York City? No. No. All right. Well, it's a big gay bar, and they have Good thug answer, night. Opie. Thank you. Huh? And they have thug night there. Thug so night. And what's and what's that about? It's all gangster guys. Get it's out funny of here. as hell. Yeah. I thought there was maybe one or two. It's a lot. It's it's not a joke. And see, white women think it's funny right now. That this whole DL thing, yeah. But you don't, you do not play around with the DL shit with black women. They do not fuck around with this gay thing. Yeah. What what happens? <clears throat> it's just, 
it's just like you can't even play around. You can't even play like we playing right now. You can't play around in front of black women about this this whole because this it, this guy wrote a book did uh, uh, on the DL I think uh-huh. and and black women are just deathly. Uh, my my mother she hates that whole <laughs> gay guys that fuck women and shit. She yeah, does not play yeah. around with that shit. Because they're gay, but they fuck women and on the down low, they go out and uh, uh, hook up. Yep. Emily. Yeah. What's up, Emily? Hey, nothing. How are you guys? Uh, we're having fun today. How's your dad looking forward to the big move in uh, January? <laughs> and where? Oh, I, I, I thought Emily. I, sorry. Oh, I thought it was oh. another uh, Emily calling in. Wow. No, this is the Emily from Ohio. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she feels safe now. They're all gay, thank God. I was worried. I was worried about the ones that'll rape me. I fucked her in a pussy and made a friend watch. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> what do you got, Emily? Four guys getting fucked in the ass as their girls watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that gangster peg is ruthless. It's fucking ruthless. And then the other guys behind the bar made him suck their dick nuts all over their face, and then tells him to run. Like the degradation wouldn't be bad enough for the rest of their lives. It would have eaten away. They wouldn't have been able to look at each other. And the guy wouldn't even heard run. After he got raped and came in the face, yeah. he would run, motherfucker. He'd go like this for about five seconds. Then he'd go, huh? What? What happened? What you I just, uh, oh, run, run. You um, know they couldn't see their friends anymore. They could, they'd be fucked up for life, but Gangster Fag, no, it's not good enough. Yeah, he, I'm just going to shoot I, I them all Gangsta anyway. Fag messed it up there. And wait, Gangster Fag them live. a good opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was fighting straight gangsters, so you got to go get your boys, right? Yo, yo, nigga. Yo, we got to go kill this motherfucker. What happened? <laughs> yes, mother, <laughs> motherfucker rape me, yo. <laughs> so me and my three buddies are hanging out at the bar, and we go out to the car like we leaving. We've had a few, and these three fucking we fags, chilling, yo. They fucking come up, these gangster fags. Then you gotta convince yourself that ain't gay. That's not gay. That's the new shit. That's the new help. straight guy shit. Is the yo the that's so ill is the so nigga and then up. rape him, yo. That's what we do now. Dude, they, do and now. they held guns to our heads and then we're sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and after they come on our faces, now now I'm pissed. And <laughs> now I'm pissed. Now go get your guns. Uh, hold on, nigga. <laughs> what happened? Wait, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Wait, and you allowed this to happen? You left the right. bar with what? <laughs> How'd these fuckers know you, and what did they do? Why? You're not listening, yo. I told you. Listen, man. I told you. They what? walked up. I'm going to tell you. I'm and they, tell su- you. they sucked your dick? No, no. We sucked their <laughs> dick. <laughs> Get your shit, man. Get your shit, yo. Yo, we got to no. ride, son. We got to ride. And he looks at his watch. No, ooh, look at this. <laughs> I got shit to do around here, but I would love to help you out. Mm, mm, you should call the police. Yeah. Nigga, we gangsters. We don't call the cops. I don't, you know, we yeah. deal with drugs, murder. Yeah, Not, yeah. I don't know. Not rape. You can't. This is. I've never heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Yo, yo, go, yo. I got it. Man. I'm all fucked up. Yo, 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 yo. Go with the OE. Nah, nah you no. Know, we're gonna have some tea. We ain't this. fucking this with is those tea. homo boys. Yeah, this is tea time. That is Listen. rough. <laughs> that is. This is rough. green tea time. Just sit down. Let's green. explain. <laughs> Look, chamomile. Let's go to to relax. But <laughs> Emily, I think uh, Emily, we'll try yeah. you again. What's up? Hey, 
nothing. I was just calling to say this is the funniest shit I've ever heard. You like the uh, gas effect? Oh, right. my God. You've got to find this guy. Yeah, we don't know where he is. Uh, someone's asking where can we buy this for Christmas. Well, <laughs> Joe Rogan just handed this to us at a poker tournament in L.A. Yeah, That's all we way, know. This is Rogan. Did Joe Rogan purchase that? I have no idea. Maybe we could get him on the phone. Or, I don't or, think Joe Rogan has anything to do with gangster facts. I would be very surprised. You okay? Oh, uh, no, okay. Rogan handed us and said, man, this is some of the funniest shit you'll ever oh, hear. That's what it is. No, man. So then could email Joe and find out. far from okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, even Marcellus Wallace wasn't fucking right after that shit. <laughs> like, he and took care of that fag. And don't tell nobody about this Yeah, that's shit. the first thing. It's like... First, no one needs to know what happened here tonight. Yeah, I know. I know my salad. Second, I'm going to call some hardcore pipe-hitting niggas. Hard-hitting niggas. They're going to work up Mr. Rapist here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. Coming at me, told that. Oh. Yo, this is Marcellus. I just got my soul back, right? As soon as I got my soul back, niggas rape me. Now get over here, hard pipe hitting niggas. You can only imagine how he choreographed what happened to fucking dead in that basement. So slow. Yo, this cop raped me. Oh, Marcellus. You know, Marcellus. Had to then kill everyone that killed that fucking Zed. <laughs> he couldn't leave him out there. <laughs> he called Sam Jackson first. You know fucking that show? <laughs> you know that show was going, I mean, the movie was all going. And yeah, back and forth. They cut out the part where he told Sam, come on down, we got to kill this nigga. Sam, man, something bad happened. <laughs> Those motherfuckers were talking about Tony Rocky Harder being thrown out the window. Like, they're not going to talk about myself getting fucked in the ass? <laughs> they're talking about Rocky Harder. He was thrown out the window. Myself threw him out. I hear it was over the Fucking put massage on his wife. You what, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Vincent, shut the fuck up. <laughs> What'd you say, Marcel? You got fucked in that? You got raped? Nigga, I'm having a corn muffin and I'm gonna walk away from it. Quit. I quit. I ain't killing nobody else. <laughs> you called a wolf to clean that shit up. <laughs> you better, he called him Harvey Keitel. <laughs> nigga, call Harvey Keitel behind this shit. <laughs> they was fucking your ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That nigga was on some mushroom cloud laying shit on your oh. ass. God, you need the Bible, nigga. Holy oh, that crap. was it. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. There you go. When those little scamps get together, they're like a sewing circle. <laughs> they be giggling as he's trying to be tough. And motherfuckers going, <clears throat> you giggling? No. No. Uh. Yo, man, you my nigga. You want him to take that Band-Aid off your neck and Here's put it on your so. ass? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Any other jokes? <laughs> yeah, my sons, I'd rather die than not joke about you getting fucked in your ass. You are not the boss no more, nigga. I'll take a pat or, uh, pack of uh, red assholes. Red apple. <laughs> yeah. I knew I'd say that in front of him. Oh, my God. Gangsta <laughs> fag. What a... What a find. Let's go to Devil Dan. Devil Dan, what's up? No, we lost Devil Dan. He, went, uh, he was uh, wondering if that's the soundtrack uh, to Oz. Let's say hi to Rob in Montana. Rob. Yeah, hi. Uh, even a redneck motherfucker like me thinks this is funny shit. Oh, right on, man. 
Because rednecks ain't scared. This that Ohio guy. See, rednecks ain't yeah. giving a fuck about some rednecks. Gang. Don't care. They want you a gangster fag to come running around. You know you what I mean? You go up to the northern states like that in the middle of the country. Now they're so scared. Like, hey, hey, hey! Yeah. Enough of this. I've got to drive my car, and people are listening in the carpool. Yeah, my, this guy, he's he. Matter of fact, he he taped this. He's gonna play that uh, against them when they're practicing with their uh, oh, with the their range. Jewish dummies that they. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call Can the they militia? Jewish dummies the Jew- down at the firing range. Jewish dummies. <laughs> and he, they released the dogs on the black dummies, and <laughs> and, this, and and he's they're not worried about. It. They're gonna play gangster fact oh. just to keep it. All right, fellas, we've been yeah, our, our momentum this. has been a little down lately. We haven't been doing what we supposed to do, so I'm gonna motivate you by. Letting you know what's out there. Yeah. Hit it. I'm going to fuck you in the butt. Oh, shit. Lock and load, boys. And <laughs> we're going to play this music real loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. they just be unloading. Oh. What the fuck? I'm going to shoot the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone trying to get in right now. Wheel uh, in Denver. Wheel, what's up? Hey, uh, what's up with these uh, chicks calling in talking about how funny this is? This is the most frightening shit. <laughs> you know why it's fucking funny? Because it's, it's, it's you getting raped right now. It's yeah. the fear of men. It's like women are like, see how it feels? And they're just like, yay! When it's hoes and shit, that's fine. We'll listen and laugh. and sh- But when it's like a guy, you're like, all of a sudden, hey, I've, you know... I've said some bad things about gay people in a bar, and I've left out the door with my friends, and uh, all of a sudden, gun is in my mouth, and all of a sudden we have become the host. Gangsta fag makes me suck his dick. And then, wait, and then right. see now guys do when we want to relax ourselves with this type of shit. We go, I um... All right, would you rather get shot in the head <laughs> or suck a dick? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I say, uh, oh, shoot me, mother. <laughs> I love. I know. I love the, the stories that come up. It's like, dude. I would bite that motherfucker's cock <laughs> off be the last fucking time he ever... Th- so you would have a cock in your mouth. Faggot! <laughs> Just saying, no, for survival. Right. If I'm in prison, you know, the first guy tries to rape me, getting his fucking dick bit off, and then they leave me alone. Motherfucker, he so I, I put on my Freddy Krueger gloves and, I, <laughs> and trick him. Do I make a and ring? I act like I'm hand-jobbing him. Slice his dick. I'll get a job in the fucking license plate factory, and I'll make a metal ring with fucking jagged edges. I'll shove that up my ass 24-7. That fuck. First person tries to fuck me, they're pulling shredded meat out of the fuck. That's what I do. Yeah, sure. That's what you do. That's why he's going to jiggle around in there with a the plunger handle first. Make sure it's safe. Gangsta fag has it all figured out. Oh, yeah. You pull the gun out, you put your ass in the air. And yeah. And you're like, ah, I'm going to get him. I got something shred if you got something that'll shred my dick in your ass i'm gonna shoot you in the back of your motherfucking head (laughs) motherfucker tried to put some shit up his ass (laughs) he tried to shred my dick but that was very quick (laughs) let's go to craig the trucker next thing you know i shanked a bitch (laughs) i'm a shanking fag i'm a shanking fag out in the yard looking at the boys getting hard I'll stab you everywhere, suck your dick. <laughs> oh, shit. Craig the uh, Trucker, what's up, Craig? Uh, I, I am 
amazed. I have never in my life heard radio like this. This is, uh, uh, dare I say, a shocking radio. <laughs> well, of course, shock jocks. Yeah, I, uh, shock jocks. Wow. Keep up the good work, boys. Oh, All right, Craig. God. Gangsta right. fag is just hilarious. Gangsta fag. Because you could, the fear, oh. this is, because if he was on there going, you know, I flew in, I flew in my plane and I yeah. landed on his balls. People be like, this sissy yeah. motherfucker. But this dude's like, yo, I took this, my smash his face up again. And then I, <laughs> and then I mushed his head up in the toilet. It's just like, this is yeah. fear. This is prison coming out in the open. <laughs> this is it. This is the Thank you, gangster fag. I'm this bringing is, the yard to you. I'm bringing yeah. the He's bringing the fucking, the, the little nook and cranny in the laundry room right to your back door. <laughs> this is it. This is v visceral what shit. What happened? I thought you had to be locked up for this shit. <laughs> Not with gangster fag. Rick, the trucker. Hey, boys. Hey. I tell you what, I turned my XM on this morning. I heard that shit. I thought I, my damn fucking XM broke on me. Gangster <laughs> fag. I'm fucking your ass. I'm gangster fag. Make ass bleed. I won't even use a bag. <laughs> oh, he's not using a bag. Oh, wait till he makes about raping uh, rednecks. I took him by his goatee and I fucking rolled his booty. <laughs> I fucked him in the back of his NASCAR car. <laughs> John in Jersey. John. Ah, John, go. He had a good one, too. Tissue time with gangster fag. <laughs> that would have been a great line. Uh, I snuck into his trailer. In the trailer park. <laughs> oh. Well, we want to thank Joe Rogan for turning us uh, on to gangster fag. God, mother of He Jesus. gave that to us at uh, the World Poker Tour. Only Rogan could... Find something like that. Did, did he go, hey, Joe, what's up, man? I know you host UFC. And uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of karate going on up in this bitch. Yeah. How do you get but that I conversation? I was wondering, um, my name is uh, Gangsta Faggot, right? And, uh, <laughs> no offense, man. I know you know your shit, your karate and shit. I mean, I got a gun in case you want to you know, <laughs> do that karate shit up in here. I needed to make uh, rednecks suck my dick. <laughs> I need the gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just was raping niggas and shit, but... <laughs> I wouldn't rape you, Joe, but I know you know niggas, right? And, uh, you know. Uh, you think you know, this guy's for real, or you think it's some, uh, some rapper that's just know, fucking around? His, his voice is hard. It sounds a little bit like Insane Clown Posse. It's, it's, it sounds, it, it, usually you can't fake hard. I don't think you could fake. Like, I, I like, like you know, I'll try. Yeah, I can fuck around, but I, I'm, you know, you, I can't yeah. fake as more than hard. You can't fake hard. He sounds... Like he, I think this guy grew up right, got his ass kicked a lot he can fight. growing he can up. Definitely fight. But then, like, decided he reached a point where he's like, "That's it, I'm hitting the fucking gym." Yeah. He hit the fucking way. He had those goddamn Tukey arms on him. Those fucking. That's what I'm saying. Tukey Williams arms on him. That's what I'm saying. Those and now he's just choking fucking, shit out. Choking. I'm gonna choke you till you're almost unconscious. Just, uh, just, you just have enough consciousness to, to know I'm fucking you. <laughs> oh my god! It, it, that's what it is. He can fight. It sounds, uh, you know, maybe the the stories were a little bit exaggerated, but it, he sounds. I don't think he fucked voice, that white guy. 
<laughs> I don't think he wiped his cum on the kid's Wait, toys. After all that shit, he's like, you know what? That I ain't buying that shit. That's a little too far. Nah, I didn't fuck that. Some way, DJ didn't think I was telling the truth. <laughs> I fucked his ass and cum on his tooth. <laughs> I, I think that motherfucker might be. I don't know. You never know, man. A lot of talk, but he's if he got enough balls to try to be famous with this gig. Yeah. He, he he's not a a pussy and I you know I use the term. Oh, that's your bold yeah. statement there. I, <laughs> Jim, <laughs> he's pussy. Jim's got a comment. Jim in New York. Yeah, this is uh, how it's, uh, Andrew Dice Gay would sound like. <laughs> Andrew Dice Gay. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, so I'm hanging out with these fags. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. Hey, hey, write your own joke. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dice was good. There wasn't a woman who lived in a shoe. I hate chicks, so I found a guy to swallow my goo. Oh! <laughs> it was old man that lived in a boot. <laughs> I fucked him most I fucked him so hard. He had to poot. Oh! Andrew Dice Gay. I'm the Dice Man lover. Oh. See my sparkled bedazzled jacket? My leather? Used to say Dice. Now look. Faggot. <laughs> I just wrote in, uh, in uh, rubies and rhinestones. Big faggot. That's what I do now. I'm over here now. I used to be over there. Now I'm over here by the man ass. You ever just shove your nose in a man's asshole and take a whiff? Isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. And then he, as he do it, he goes, So this guy walks up to me and goes, Dice, will you suck my cock? I said, sure, I'm a faggot. Oh! You hear me? I blow you. You hear? Oh, shit. All day long. Suck my cock, Dice. All right, already. Pull it out. I don't want to sleep in the wet spot. The whole bed's a wet spot. I've been fucking you for hours. Oh! Andrew Dice Gay. Instead of Dice, it's Daggett. Instead of Dice. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Jill came down. I went up and blew Jack. It don't rhyme. It just happened that way. Oh, God. Oh, my God. How, the fear oh. running around in Midwest right now. It's just these truckers. This is scary. Yeah. There's oh. nothing gay they about that. Like just, just relaxing. That's what this Brokeback Mountain shit is going to just... People... That's my favorite movie. <laughs> Two cowboys, they're in love, and they can't even show and share their love with each other. How sad. Isn't that sad? How do I quit you? Oh! Oh, God. How do I quit you? I don't know. That ass, I can't quit. How do I I shoot a load of goo. I used to joke about that. Now it's a sweet, precious gift. It's a sweet, precious gift between two men. I give. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Two faggots walk into a bar. It's me and a friend. It's not even a joke here. Andrew Dice Gay. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I like that gangster fag. Yeah? Gangster fag? I fucked him! <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. And imagine if gangster fag looked like Tukey. Tukey Williams, it's oh, just. Oh, I know. Tukey That's Williams even is more frightening. They've shown pictures. How old is Tukey now? He's five. 50-something. He's 50-something. I've seen recent pictures of him, but they don't like showing those recent ones on the news. Right. They showed shit from when he was first arrested. Yeah. Holy fuck. And his arm looked just... His it's arm bigger than my thighs, man. It's fucking holiday <clears throat> hams. It's, He's got these I've huge... really never seen arms like that. The, the biggest arms I've ever seen, really. Yeah. But the biggest arms I've ever seen, man. So imagine if Gangsta Fact is they like... Were. Went oh. to prison and did some old crazy shit. Not and he's a just, chance. And he's just a big motherfucker like that. But he's probably a sweet man. <laughs> you know, deep down, all men just want to be loved and hugged. I didn't realize this. When I was being angry towards women sexually, I didn't realize it was because I was just a man looking for the love of a man. <laughs> Little boy blue. It was me! Oh! <laughs> Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. Whip it out. I'll suck that dick. Oh! <laughs> Look at Pepper Monaki. He's got to go on. That instant feedback. They're coming in like crazy now. Uh, Holy shit. Oh, God. Holy cow. I haven't left this hard in a long time. Oh, God damn. Oh. So I'm online at the bank, and I got my tongue up this guy's ass. And he's like, why do you got your tongue up my ass? I said, because I'm a faggot. Oh. Goosh right in my face. Goosh. What can I say? I love to come. <laughs> it's like to me it used to be nasty I would give it to broads and go take my nasty goo <laughs> now it's like sweet strudel icing <laughs> just drizzled on dice Andrew Dice Gay <clears throat> the faggotito <laughs> which way which way? Um, Which way? You bet. Up the ass! <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, uh, well, Gunny from PA wants to know, Hey, Ed, is Brokeback Mountain a documentary about you and Richard in California? <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> jeep, 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 jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Mm -mm -mm. Bravo, Anthony. Oh, <laughs> like God. old school Anthony right there. Well, Joe Rogan gave us uh, Gangsta Fag at the Thank World you, Poker Tour, and I was going to try to tie in this Bodog.net. Oh. 
It's pretty cool. B-O-D-O-D, uh, B-O-D-O-G dot net. Bo-Dog dot net. The place to go when you want to learn how to play the fine game of poker. People uh, love the game of poker right now. A lot of people playing Texas Hold'em. And they're getting, uh, they're getting uh, raped. They're getting gangster fagged at the table <laughs> because they don't know how to play. you got to learn how to play. You go to Bo-Dog.net, you're going to learn the game of poker. That's right, Anthony. You're going to learn how to what? Uh, bluff, how to bet, tips on hand selection, uh, real lessons of uh, of the fine game of poker. You want to be a player. It's free, it's fast, and you'll get all the tools that you need to make you a stronger poker player. Just go to Bodog.net. I can't talk, sorry. Bodog.net. B-O-D-O-G dot net. B-O-D-O-G dot net. It's Bodog.net. You're checking out the Opie and Anthony program on XM Satellite Radio. The only virus. Oh, it's a virus, all right. Patrice O'Neill uh, sitting in for Jimmy Norton uh, last week and this week. How you doing? Good you have you. something going on that you actually are able to tell the fine folks? Yeah, that, I'm uh, plugging in something. It's in January. i got to get the exact date, but I'm at. Am I going to be at Helium, Helium. In Philadelphia in January and also... Uh, in Houston at the last stop in January. There you, you go. go. I got to get the dates. But I'm All right. So he's well, going to be there. That alerts them to know to keep listening yeah. for details. Yeah, Patrice yeah. is just hilarious Fucking on the stage, man. man. Too. Absolutely hilarious. And always changing up the act. I like that about some of you guys. Uh, there's a bunch of things going on. Oh, we're going to be doing a thing, too, Anthony. A thing. This Wednesday, we're doing a very rare appearance. Oh, we don't do many of these these days, huh? No, we don't. I think we'll have tons of stuff to give away. It's at uh, J&R Music World, downtown, Park Row, down near City Hall, across the street from City Hall, I believe. Across from City Hall, yeah. It's way over there, that's all I know. Way downtown at J&R Music World. This Wednesday at 12.30 we'll be there, signing Uh, stuff, giving stuff away. Are we going to get any deals? Can we swing some discounts for us? I'm hoping. (laughs) I love when we do uh, things at electronic stores or places like J&R. Go in there and talk to the manager. Hey, can you get hooked up with one of those? Is this a, is this a connection to J&R? Are you pumping them up also? Are they getting some Well, yeah, they get a little, you know, they get a bunch of people that come down. And and the weird thing is we're doing it for free and uh you know, if we had a if we had a real agent, he'd be on top of this stuff. We're we're doing uh, appearances for free. That's who looks right. after you guys? Opie, it's because we enjoy really going out. I really don't know who looks after us these days. I, and I'm not even fucking around anymore. I really don't. Who's your guy when there's a problem? When there's a problem with the car or a problem with something? Who's the, who's uh, uh, well, a car I call Elo, as we've heard on the air. But uh, uh, there you have it. Yeah. So uh, Maybe they'll do something nice for us because we're uh, spending our time down there. I like JNR. J&R Music World, yes. This Wednesday, 1230, downtown Park Road near City Hall or across the street from City Hall. Doing some Christmas shopping. Come on by. Say hi. Yeah, we'll get uh, a lot of stuff down there to give away. All right. Let's say hi to Boston Strangler, one of the faithful. Hey. Boston Strangler, what's up today? Not so much, boys. I'm just calling to promote our Million Pets March, which is going to be this Friday outside the K-Rock Studios. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you guys are uh, you're, you guys are gathering as well, right? Yes, we are. We have approximately 200 people now for. Uh, are they confirmed, or are these uh, there's a bunch of bozos that say they're gonna show up and then they never show up? I see you guys bitch about that all the time. These are confirmed. This is confirmed through Bam, who's uh, heading up the uh, confirmations process. Shall we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, what time are you guys uh, getting together? 
we're getting together uh, probably around 10 o'clock because the march starts at open. And um, from there, you can get in touch with either myself, Bam, or Doug on Wattpack.com. All right, the ONA Army's getting together for a little something-something on Friday. Cool. You guys got to stay peaceful. Oh, we will. We've been, we in, have a whole... we've been in a lot of trouble lately, so we're counting on you guys to be very peaceful, okay? Yep, we have a whole call set, so uh, nobody gets into trouble. We like have Gandhi. T-shirts. All right. We have uh, everything else, so it's all set. And uh, we'll, we'll stop have... by our uh, our show on Friday as well, because we got stuff to give away. We'll just start handing out whatever we have. I think we have a all bunch right. of shirts and stuff. Okay. Excellent. Sounds good. I'll see you guys then. All right. Very nice. Take care. Yeah, they're uh, <laughs> they're planning some things. Some things, yeah. Mm-hmm. And good for them. Howard's doing his cute march on Friday, and our uh, our pesticide. They needed to be there. Friday's the last turn show. To raise uh, some havoc. I guess so, yeah. Almost last turn. To raise some peaceful havoc. Over there at uh, K-Rock. All right. Um, Kong. Uh, Four-star reviews all over the damn place. Two more four-star reviews coming in. Daily News. When do we get to finally see this movie? Opens Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday? Yeah, it's some kind of thing they do where they want this huge, like, opening weekend tally right so then by sunday they actually have wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday under this so it looks like it's a huge amount Massive. right after the weekend well, it's gonna be i don't huge. think it's gonna i don't think you're gonna need trickery with this thing unless of course a lot of people are thinking like patrice o'neill now i think this movie's gonna be giant huge it has uh, to make uh, over 500 million to break even dude it is is gonna, that what they're saying it costs 207 million you know to and make the then the promotions then his salary then and he gets 20 percent is 20 million or 20 percent against the gross or something dude this will like do worldwide over a billion it has over to it has to make that much for it to be a, a hit 500 million is breaking even no, this, this thing this, is gonna make yeah, this thing's gonna be massive. massive why do you Titanic think that why? why because it's got everything it's got the dumb love story it's got the action yep love story action uh love story big creature Lord of the Rings made what? Lord of the Rings made. The Rings made insane amounts of money too. Not 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 record breaking. It didn't. It, it wasn't in the top five or anything like that. Made some big money. Big yeah. money, but I'm saying to Lord make of the Rings was dollars, kind of a, a niche. That's and it was a little niche. niche. It was a little, a little niche. Dungeons and Dragons. A little kinda. niche. Although it brought in a lot of the mainstream. Yes, of course. But so this, King Kong. This is, is all about. Fuck no. no. This is all about mainstream, man. This is what people want in a movie. Is what mm. everyone is saying. Now, Patrice. Patrice, it's getting four-star it. reviews. It's going to be just massive. Patrice not seeing King Kong? You might be surprised as to why. <laughs> Check in at 11. We'll yeah. tell you why. They don't have enough screens to put this movie on. It's going to be one of those movies you're going to see like five or six screens dedicated to I wish to I could easily. see it. I wish I could see it. He can't. I can't see it. Why can't you see I'm, King I, Kong? No, I'm going to Kong. Kong whatever. They're calling it Kong officially? Emotionally. He I doesn't I'm want... I'm not going to be able to see it. This is one of those movies, and it's in every review they've said this. Every review... They've walked out and seen grown men weeping. I'm not weeping, I can't deal with crying that. over at this movie. Yes. Yeah, man, because they got him as this in love motherfucker. I, I don't want to <laughs> see that. I want to see rampage and destruction. So you go, I right, he should like in the first, the very first one, mm-hmm. Fay Ray was not in love, but he was a rampaging beast who just goes, ooh, a white woman, and just carries her around. She like, was scared shitless, screaming the whole movie. She was a possession. Right. She wasn't like somebody that, that that loved him back and like this girl loves him in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And I don't I don't wanna I just can't deal with, with that 
going to... I, I won't be able to deal with You're it. You're really saying guys are crying? <laughs> Fucking Patrice. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Bad ah, didn't make that much money, did it? How that, much did it make? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Billion. One point... Uh, one two. Uh, oh, one point one billion. Yeah. One billion one hundred twenty nine million together or no, just no. one? This is just one. This is the last one Worldwide? they did. Worldwide, right under. It's number two, right under Titanic. <laughs> is it really? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. All right, and then you got to go down to fifth place for uh, the two towers. Mm -hmm. How about the was, first one? Uh, nine. The first one. Where's the first one? Had to make the, the fellowship? top 20. Stop it. The fellowship? fellowship? Yeah, fellowship. There 860 it is. million. In 10th uh, place. So all three of them are in the top 10 uh, gross worldwide. All right. Finding Nemo's in there. Jurassic Park. It's in a... So Jaws is no longer in there. <laughs> Star Wars movie. <laughs> all those old There's school Jaws. top ones. Like, yeah, when it was like fucking a dollar to get this. 48 the hours, man. That was like number 46. <laughs> 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a better way to keep track of this because I it's think not fair to the old school movies. Yeah, the old school movies. I paid 350 This is adjusted. I was including the popcorn. This is adjusted money. Oh, they do do that? Yeah, I remember uh, hearing something on the news about movie gross, and it's, they always do it in adjusted money. Why don't they just money. count total tickets? I keep putting total this paper... Total tickets sold? Yeah. I think they do. Total tickets sold, and then they apply the new it's price a, um, to those tickets. Let me tell you okay. something. It's a bunch of horse shit. I'm going to tell you who fucked up this whole... Remember there was a time where you did not count the world in right. this movie shit? Uh, uh, what what started it? Total Recall started it, where they go, uh, yeah. where it made like seventeen dollars here, but it made four four hundred million. Oh, and they, then they start this whole worldwide, worldwide sales, and that's the bullshit. That we America's the only one that counts, and and then the worldwide, it's not gonna open until. That's another thing they didn't do. They didn't open movies overseas until like no. f fifty years later. So now they years open at later. the same time, and this is all trickery. But uh, th the reason mm -hmm. I keep covering your paper, Opie, I know I keep throwing something over there, is because they on the front of the post, yeah, they have the picture of, of the death of King Kong, like you can see he's dying, and then she's sitting there. I don't like it. Now I know there's a bunch of people. Oh, gorilla jokes are coming. I know, but it's like. I don't. I don't want to see this with this sad shit. I want to see him need to get killed. Rampaging, Rampaging monsters. You don't monster. have a problem with. Like Peter Jackson was saying, oh, when he's in New York, it's not. It's not going to be like him killing everybody. It's going to be like him as a scared animal. I, I can't deal with it. So he's scared, he's running scared around. And like if he picks up a bus and you know rips it open, he's just looking for the girl he loves, and then he's scared of everything. He's scared, and, 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 and he goes to the Empire State Building to to relive the moment that they had on the. I Fuck that. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. I don't that in my life. I hear there's some cool scenes where he's running around because uh, she's he can't find her, and he's picking up like blondes off the street, looking at him, and then just heaving them down onto there the ground. Go. Now if he which does sounds that, hysterical. If to me. he does that, I'll go see that. If somebody can assure me that he throws a couple of, but I'm sure it's women, not in not a him. nasty way. It's in a where's my sweetheart well, way. The remake. He did that. He saw her, picked her up, and said, ah, fuck this. This ain't her. If I could see a couple of scenes where he kills somebody yeah. callously, right. I, I can deal with it. But this is that, no... This is, even that, though, a couple of scenes isn't going to compensate for the emotion they put into this. It's not like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park, where it's just a rampaging, I want to kill you monster, and you have no feeling and for it. And they didn't even kill that nigga. No, no. He got to live, and right. he wasn't in love with nobody. He was going to eat your children. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was out for blood. <laughs> Kong is just a man. He's a lonely on that island. The yeah. whole thing. Listen, the original 
when they shoot him, I get sad. 30, I always want things oh, to win. In 1933, that movie was made. It's all claymation where he's trying to get some eyebrows moving. And he and he bit. He was beat. He he ate a villager. Put him yeah. in his mouth. He stepped on a villager. Yep. He uh, stepped on. And, and in the remake, he killed. Uh, 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 what's the guy's name? Man, he's talking about the uh, remake from 19. The remake from 1970. He, yeah. he killed. He killed. Uh, what's his name? Stepped on him. Yeah. Did a couple of things that you go, okay, you can kill him yeah. now. This one, it, Peter Jackson goes. He didn't edit the ending. He couldn't sit in the room. I was, he oh, couldn't boy. sit in the room because he got so attached to King oh, Kong. Oh boy! That's what he said, and I believe him. He 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 said he could. He let. He came and saw the ending. He couldn't edit the death of King Kong at the studio. That's the, what the, Peter Jackson they're said. They're saying the death scene, the end of this, is so emotional. I'm not going to watch it. And so, like, like y you absolutely feel well, we got for someone, this animal. We got someone on the line that actually saw the movie there. Big Kev, what's up? Oh, that's right. What's up, guys? Oh, yeah, Big Kev saw King Kong. What do hey, you got? Trees. Yo. You will regret it if you don't see this movie on a big screen. Look, man, yes, tell me. Look, I'm telling you why I don't want to see it. I'm not. I don't want to see it because I'm making a step. I just emotionally, I'm already sad looking at the goofy stills of him. Of the, there's the one where he's sitting on the top of the Empire State Building, just holding her. If she was screaming, and he could go, "Well, fuck you, then, bitch." <laughs> it, it's something. But yeah. he, they, they're in love, and I don't want to see this big monster in love. It's right. a fine blend of what you know between it's between those uh, screaming scenes and and the 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 kind of uh, love story driven scenes that you're referring to. Now, when you left the theater, Kev, were, I was not crying. Were other people crying? Yes. Were men crying? I did not see a man cry. What about Gangster Fag? Did he show emotion? <laughs> did he finally I show emotion? I felt bad for Kong. Kong I put a gat in his mouth, had him suck on my dong. Kong should have fucked that team right <laughs> That would be a good barometer. Was Gangster Fag crying? I, did, uh, I didn't notice whether he was crying or not. No. All right. I don't know. It seems like uh, everyone is saying very emotional movie. Yeah, it's gonna be big. I'm not. I'm not against it. Don't think I'm against it for any reason. Like, don't go see it. I just for my personal. Uh, you know, my personal emotional level, I just can't. I'm already sad at the trailers. Just yeah. him. And this yeah. this whole, and even when he's fighting the T-Rexes, it's this whole I love this white woman thing. That it's <laughs> well, like, it's not that like. That fight is insane. The T-Rex the is like, okay, in the other movies, it's like, hold on, bitch. Sit on this tree while I handle this, because yeah. this is what the fuck I do. This one is like, oh, my God. This is, it's like Titanic. Except for it's <laughs> in the jungle. And it's and he lo and then at the end of it, and you know it was made in 1930. So it's a metaphor for this is what happens when white women and you know metaphor when white women and this big gorilla nigga he falls in love no matter what the circumstance we gonna shoot your nigga ass off the top of a building we know how it's gonna end we gonna we know how it's gonna end that's a metaphor for that and I can't I don't it it just bothers me get off your high horse the Empire State Building that's right get off up you you're feeling all high and mighty uppity niggas uppity niggas up on top of that building with your white woman thinking you're Yes. Ivory Tower kind of thing. And no, we got biplanes. Here we come. We're going to shoot think, you down. All right, I Big Kev, what, like what else you got on the movie? What? I, I think, uh, Patrice, I think you'll like it. I think uh, if, you, uh, if you're available tomorrow at midnight, I'm doing a screening in Clifton, New Jersey at the Clifton Commons. I'll hold a seat for you. A little uh, pre-screening the day yeah, before so a little, uh, opening? Uh, I, if I go there, man, I know I'm not going to be... I, 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 Kev, I'll, I'll call Kev, man. I, I might, I want to see it, but I'm telling yeah. you, even the fight, it's just already making me sad. How many T-Rexes does he fight in that scene? Three. 
Three. The family. You know, any other movie up till now, there's always been like one T-Rex, and T-Rex is like the motherfucker, and it's always one T-Rex. Three, three of them. He's fighting the family. He's fighting the mom and the daddy. Three of them. One. Oh. Yeah, that scene is crazy. I hear it's great. I, I hear oh, that man. Kong was dead throughout the whole movie, and uh, oh, he... you stopped it. That, that's the whole secret <laughs> and, uh, of the twist. Yeah, he was dead. It was a dream and... sequence. <laughs> oh, it, it's just another. It's just another fantastic leaps and bounds special effects. Does he do also. anything mean, Big Cab? Does he do anything that that says? He's he's angry and, and and is it anything other than protecting her and fear? Is it like watch out well, Kong will step on your face? Did Jack Black die? Anything? I don't uh, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to give too much away. Okay, just say yes or no. Did he do anything? Our old horribly? pal Jack Black. Yeah, he'll be coming yeah. on our show again. Oof. Did he did he do anything so ho horribly? Yeah, well, if if you if you have to say uh, there's a scale. To things he did horrible and things you feel bad for him about, uh, which way is it tip? I'd say it's probably tipping towards the, you know, you feel horrible that he's in this situation and yeah. has to do these things. There's did a couple he do of bad things. Did he kill any of the guys that try to get her in the jungle? Does didn't, he do anything didn't horrible? Didn't happen in the original. Yeah. He okay, does. good. Did, I'm, I'm going to say yeah on that. In the remake in 1976, right? he, he tossed... Kong was a motherfucker in that movie. Yeah. He just... He threw, that movie sucked. He threw everybody into the ravine. Everybody. Yeah, except yeah. for um, Fish and Chips um, Willie. The, the, remember Live and Let Die, the guy with the hook on his arm? <laughs> yeah. he, was in, he was in King Kong in 1976. He, he lived to go say everybody. You yeah. Know. But, it, you know, I just want to, I just don't, man, I, I know I'm being a pussy on this one, but it's just, nah, it's I don't like, those, I, I never seen Oh Yellow. Right. I never seen it. I just heard about no, it, heard and I don't need to see it. Yeah. I don't need to see All it. All right. Uh, Big Kev, anything else? No, that's it. Hey, I'm Jack Black. In Clifton, if you, uh, if you want to come to a midnight show, Clifton Commons in Clifton, New Jersey. I'm hey, going to call you, Big Kev. I'm hey, call Kev. You. Kev. Yeah. Jack Black doesn't do that over-the-top shit Jack Black thing, does he? Because I was a little nervous when I heard Jack Black was in it. Because he's good in some movies, but if he plays that whole over-the-top, i got to be the center of attention Jack Black, does he do that? There, There's an element to that, but there was an element to that in the original character as well. So I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's taking something that... Jack Black is strong at, yeah. and kind of focusing it into, you know, a serious, a more serious. Uh, as long as it works. Dad De Niro uh, is trying almost being uh, really? denim, yeah, in, in, That Faye Ray was pretty hot for one of those oldie time movie girls. Oh, uh, that those old Way time back movies were sexy anyway. I'm gonna go yeah. see. They all look the same. They all look like Miss Crabtree from Little Rascals. <laughs> the same hair, same fucking yeah. face, same clothes. They all look like Miss Crabtree, who was also hot. Hey, didn't you look up the review of the uh, the uh, the uh, original movie? Yeah, the, the New York Post. Uh, stunk, right? Do we have that anywhere? Oh, yeah. it's in the Post today? Yeah, yeah. The, the Post had uh, pretty much trashed uh, the original. And it's a smarmy guy, too. Like, you wouldn't think it would oh, be the, that smarmy in 1933. The name of the reviewer was smarmy. Yeah. Like, they retired his name, like, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago. Damn, I <laughs> no one has named this person's name it's, anymore. It's, I could find it. It's, it's very close. Page it's 7, a, yeah. But just to think that... Uh, page 7. Page 7 of the Post. Just to uh, uh, think the Post... You know, was around, still doing their shilling, their their dirty business. Is Big Kev still on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Narnia did stink, too, Kevin. I, I, okay. It was I'm glad we agree on that. Horrendous. The guy's they, name. They also put back, uh, uh, you're talking about the 1933, there was that whole spider scene that they cut 
because and the footage is is uh, uh, long lost, unfortunately. It was it was deemed too horrific for audiences to see. In Back in '33. Yeah. Great. They had seen, you know, gassings on the battlefield. That's what but, I'm saying. Because yeah. <laughs> that nigga beat the spider. They had him beating the spider. <laughs> you can't have that nigga beating the spider. The spider represented the multiple legs of American commercialism, <laughs> and there's no way we're going to let that colored gentleman uh, rip apart the United States of America. <laughs> you see who wrote this article about the old review? Yeah. Stephen Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. By Stephen Lynch. Uh, the critic back in 1933 was Thornton Del Hanty. <laughs> I'm Thornton Del Hanty here with my review of King Kong. The fast piano. <laughs> in fast motion. Somebody, I parked my bike with the big wheel in the front right here. Now, where is it? Dateline, New York City. Big gorilla climbs the Empire State Building. <laughs> And it stinks, and I don't like it. <laughs> My review from Jimmy Norton. <laughs> yeah, Kong, uh, even though it got panned, what did he say? The critic said, its fantasy element has moments of humor, but its thrills are weakened by their evident effort to be thrilling. <laughs> what the fuck is he saying? Audiences didn't agree. Kong opened to sold-out crowds at both uh, Radio City Music Hall and the RKO New Roxy 1. Radio 1 City million. Music Hall's sister theater. In a rare simultaneous opening, yeah, mm -hmm. it made 1.1 million. That was that was opening was, what? It was in the top ten of that that decade. 1.1 million. That the whole time. The whole run. Yeah, 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 yeah. One point. <laughs> well, motherfucker, well, tickets it was were a, 35 yeah, cents. Boys were rich. 35 a nickel and a half. A nickel. It was. Uh, <laughs> they have tickets were 35 cents during the day, okay. 75 cents at night. You believe me? You were going to Radio City Music Hall. That was probably you know a little more expensive than going to the local dive. To go see uh, what, what else? What else was out in '33? Uh, Kev, was, you probably know. Uh, uh, yeah, Schmuggins McGillicuddy and Harleen Johnson star in. Harleen. That's what white, white women had black names back then. Harleen, um, Madeline Washington, and <laughs> America's sweetheart Mary Pickford will star in our first talkie. And here they are for the big premiere, rolling up to the red carpet. They had Flash Gordon on the, uh, the, 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 what is it called, the, uh, the, the thrill, the thrill, the, what do you call it, next, coming next week? Yeah, the cereal, the I cereal, think they call the them. Yeah. Yeah. Coming attractions. Coming attra <laughs> and here comes the Cadillac with Fay Ray pulling up to the premiere of King Kong. What a wonderful moment this is. I wonder if Fay Ray, do you have a word you can say to the audience? Yes, we are, Faye. It's going to be a wonderful motion picture. Of course, the star of the movie, a big gorilla named King Kong. Oh, my God. He, he's caught on my foot. I'm falling. Kong! <laughs> well, Dickie Goodman, that parody. I got you. That's all they were back then, the newscasters. But everything sounded the same. Movie premiere. We're here at the movie premiere. It's the most exciting thing. The Hindenburgers crash. Oh, my God, the humanity. Mr. Mrs. War is over in Europe. <laughs> War is still raging in Japan. <laughs> this guy has the same delivery. Mr. and Mrs. North America. There's no dynamic to it. Uh, to all of the ships at sea. Flash. Flash. <laughs> King Kong makes a record. $4.66. <laughs> what an opening weekend. In the tens of dollars. We'll have it tabulated for you next month. It's made 9.8 
dollars. <laughs> the largest opening we've ever seen for a motion picture. Derby Day from Canada. Stop playing dumb, Anthony. You were actually there, you fucking vampire. <laughs> Here comes Anthony Kumi, a future shock jock. <laughs> what do you have to say, Anthony? Your mom's box. Your mom's box. <laughs> 2006. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony's the dude from uh, The Seventh Sign who wants the world to end. <laughs> oh my God, it's the tenth sign. Thank God I can die. All right, Big Kev. All right. Well, thank you, I'm sir. I'm going to call you, Big Kev. Yeah, give that plug again, Kev. It's, uh, it's a midnight movie premiere of Kong. It's tomorrow night, Tuesday night at midnight at the Clifton Commons. Uh, AMC Clifton Commons in Clifton, New Jersey. All right. Very Clifton. good. Very good. I have the all-time USA box office. Let right me take now, a guess. First one, Titanic. Very good. Second one, evidently, would be Star Wars. The last Star Wars, right? Uh, no. No, actually, it's Star Wars from 1977. The, oh, because they re-released it. That's not fair, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll okay. enjoy yeah. it. The third one will be Star Wars again. No. Nope. No. Mm -mm. Something uh, new. Lord of the Rings? couple of years. No, Lord of the Rings came in at uh, uh, Return of the King, number eight. U.S. With, box office. This is U.S. This is U.S. With $377 million at number eight. No, this Thanks. number three Cartoon? made... Cartoon? Yes. Shrek, Shrek 2. Very wow. good. Shrek 2 How made... How did you pull that one out of your house? Movie motherfucker. I just watch these goofy movies. Yeah. Shrek 2 made a lot of money. What about four? Number four. four. Um... It, it, I have to keep saying Star Wars. Star Wars. No. One of those Star Wars is in there, man. Yeah, it is. Top five. Top five. So okay. It's number so five. Number four. Um, I don't know. Give me a hint. It uh, goes back uh, a couple uh, of decades. Goes, goes back. Uh, Jaws. Still four. No. E.T. Four. E.T. Re-release of E.T. E.T. You got to think they re-released re it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that made about a good ninety million to re-release. And we got uh, like a number six Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Four hundred and three. The, the first. The first one. one. I liked that that movie. The so first these one. are the top. Like world, the these one. are top American, right? American. So yeah. what happened? So the worldwide doesn't even put them up with. So Lord of the Rings was bigger somewhere else than it was in the states. Yeah. Probably like England and shit. Mm. <laughs> Japan. Well, see, that's that bullshit. Once you throw Japan into it, you don't know what they're going to like. <laughs> that's really bullshit. This so is what counts. This is what counts. So Lord of the Rings is not even up there. So they, Number eight. It's in the top ten. And it's number 12. And it's number 17. The three of them. But see, Spider-Man 2, uh, well, Spider-Man cost $203 million to make. So they, it didn't even make $403 million uh, domestic. So they only made its money back here. So yeah. here it's a flop. It's a flop here. No, nah, because then you got... 403 uh, and Spider-Man. You got movie rentals, too, you know. See, that's the bullshit. Yeah, see, think see, of that shit. OP, DVDs, that's the thing. This is this on thing that the we're cable deals now, they make. Man. This, mm -hmm. this, this, all of this. That's something they didn't have years ago. It's magic now. It's all that magical stuff right. to make it seem like it's not bullshit. Every movie's a hit now if you look at everything they make with the uh, DVDs and... You want to see Kong? They box it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to see it. As soon as it comes out. I'm going to have to see it on the screen like Fuck that. Yeah. I don't know what I should do, though, to, to cover it up if I start weeping. I'm a cry. Oh, you're, uh, bring, you're uh, an animal guy, uh, too, bring, right? uh, bring Robert Kelly. Uh, Bob Kelly, he'll stop it. He'll, he'll, he'll be weeping him. way more than you, and uh, no one will notice it. I only crying. got choked up at one movie in my life. One movie, and the uh, the old classic listeners will know which one it is, but it was one fucking part in one movie. One part in one movie got me to, to go, like, 
like make that I could I lost control of my diaphragm and and sucked in out of nowhere involuntary and I was I was like holy shit the fuck was that Schindler's List no no I pardon you <laughs> I was cracking up I don't remember the answer to this one you don't uh, remember the answer um give us a hint it's a movie goes back uh was it late 80s early 90s maybe hmm, not sure of the the year uh, it was very, uh, a love story kind of, um... Oh, boy. Terms of endearment? No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> but it was Wayne. also a thriller <laughs> type, in the early supernaturally in... kind of thing. Supernatural thriller kind of... Romantic. In, 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 in early 80s, in late 80s. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard? I was very when, when emotional. When Mr. Takagi got shot? No. <laughs> you know what? I think it was more when Hans Gruber was going, No, you're one of them. No, don't shoot me. Don't kill me. I so felt for him. <laughs> no. Wow, I don't who know. Who stars it? Who's, who's a guest star? Who's, oh, wow. Give a hint. Let me see. All right. I'll give you a hint. The guy was in it. Nah, this will give it away because... The guy that was from a guy, a teacher from Fast Times at Ridgemont High was in it. Six cents? Nope. There was only one teacher, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hand. Mr. No. Mr. Someone's asking if it's your wedding uh, video. Uh. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people on um, instant feedback. Well, at least a couple have gotten it. God. And then finished it off with, you fag. What is it, man? You went to the opening night of Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, that was it. That was the premiere of Birth of a Nation. That wasn't sad for, oh, that wasn't sad for Anthony. No, that was, a, that was a comedy. And here comes the Ku Klux Klan riding in as heroes. As those evil slaves hunting them down for doing their evil... I don't know, running away thing. Their evil free work. <laughs> All right, it's either the crying game no. or ghost. Was it ghost? It fucking was a ghost? scene in fucking ghost. What scene One in ghost? Fucking, who was a teacher in ghost? The teacher in ghost was uh, uh, that teacher that took them all to the... In Fast Times. The, oh, that Mr. dude. Mr., what was his name? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah, took yeah, him yeah. down to the uh, yeah. to see the dead body. He taught him how to, he taught him how to kick He's the guy and... on the right, on the train. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a little obscure with the reference. I don't want to see Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, he jumped through the train. There's whatever. that goddamn stupid fucking scene where Demi Moore's face is all lit up, and that one single tear, I don't know how she does it, goes down her face, and it was it. I saw. Oh. I just went like. And then also. <laughs> no, it wasn't for her. I saw, I saw Anthony at Ghost crying, and I fucked him in his ass, and I'm not lying. <laughs> crying ass bitch. New Fucking song gangster fag. <laughs> just like to me, Anthony was saying more, more. I took that clay pot and wrapped it around his face and fucked him in his ass until it. I reached my arms around and grabbed his dick like a spinning clay pot. <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg watched and I punched that bitch in her twat. <laughs> wow. No, it wasn't a, like, weeping. Jesus. It was It was one of those things where you try to swallow or breathe and you go like... <laughs> I cried more when Rick Avilis got killed. 
Well, <laughs> you know, you put yourself out there. <laughs> now, that was it. When you share it. <laughs> that was like the only movie that ever That's why I'm did already anything. sad at Kong. That's why I'm not going to... I never cried in a movie, ever. Yeah. Never. You don't think Titanic was sad at the end Nothing when the old broad uh, no. came back and they were back on the stairway? Absolutely. Because I remember leaving the theater right after that scene. Yeah. You would think you were leaving a fucking funeral. A funeral. We saw that one, Oh, Which one? Titanic, when it was in the movie theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we all went? I ruined that movie for My girl was watching it. She's seen it 25,000 times. So yeah. I'm watching it with her, and I'm just making fun of this stupid movie. It just, Titanic did not. Jack! Human human trauma, it just do, it uh, doesn't. With the animals. Ben's raw ass. Ben. Hey, you know, before you even said that, you know, my guess was that it was uh, Gone with the Wind when you were watching it with Groucho. You know, you were... I didn't watch <laughs> Gone with the Wind with Groucho. <laughs> I met Groucho. Patrice. All right. You should you. never have admitted to that. What a faggot. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Faggot, faggot. Uh, yeah, that was one. You should have said not... something. Well, let me let, let me ask yeah, you, you something. You should have said gangster fag made you cry. In hindsight, I will admit it looks bad. When the movie first came out, and, and and it was like that one scene, it's totally acceptable to me. And I have no qualms or problems with saying it. And I have no, uh, uh, it's no threat to my masculinity, me admitting that. That it was a moment in time. There were some tough scenes to get through uh, in Bridges of Madison County. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when uh, Clint Eastwood had his shirt off at the pump well. Watching that fossil with, without his I shirt almost, on. I, well, you know, I felt bad for... There's a few things I felt bad. I felt bad when I thought Little Nemo was almost you going to be hurt. You motherfucker, Little Nemo. Little Nemo almost got hurt, and it was weird. I said, oh, don't die, Little Nemo. You got a bad fin. What about uh, Mufasa in The Lion King? Very he sad. Died and Matter of fact, I never seen Lion King because of that. I, I, I don't want to see that. You have never seen I don't The Lion see King. I'm gonna tell. Uh, Watch little Simba when he's t trying to talk to his dead father. Uh, Come on, I Dad. Nope. I Come never on. Couldn't watch it. I know about no. it. I just couldn't. Why? I, because I don't like animal stuff. Don't fucking this. Don't oh. don't don't fucking fuck with me with the animal shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, put it. Okay, I almost had a little thing with a uh, city of uh, angels. City of angels. With uh, Nick, Nick, uh, Nicholas Cage yeah. and Meg Ryan. Almost got a little teared up when uh, he. But got, when she got hit by the car. You never, never got a little misty at a movie. Not, not mi platoon. Uh, which, which yeah, scene? William Defoe scene. That was a that was a hardcore scene, man. That oh, when, when he gets when he did it the, in the air yeah. thing. That was that, that was a, you know shoot, yeah. shooting. Um, that scene in that movie that made me very sad. I can't watch too many times. Is when Kevin Dillon shoots at the pig. The pig gets up. There's a fucking old I don't know when he fucking gun butted that little retard. Did nothing for it. Damn, he's laughing at you. That's how the gook laughs at you. Do it for Manny and Sal. That's how the fucking gook laughs at you. Dance. Oh my god. Because uh, this scene did nothing for you. Ah, ah, I'm going to go to you. 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 I'm
<laughs> no. That is fan-fucking-tastic. It's the greatest. I'm when that old broad is just oh, jabber-jibber-jabbering, <laughs> and he fucking pops her square Man, in the head. But they don't have one now. You don't have one now where Barringer goes to Johnny Depp. What's she fucking saying? Yeah. You see, saying something about you come in here, you're fucking with their rights. <laughs> <laughs> just pops her in the head, and he's right back to business. But they forget they shove Manny's dick in his mouth against the yeah, tree. Yeah, you got to yeah. take it. Come on, man. That's it. There's some sad shit in that, but that, it's just like Titanic. Had to pay. Titanic. No. <sighs> no, true love. Not even when he sunk down in the water. When he sunk down in the water, my f first feeling was, ooh, that's creepy. Ooh, I that is be eerie. That, that is eerie. All right, let's just go uh, to Rob on Long Island. Rob, what's up? Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Hey. Yeah, the scene that got me in Titanic wasn't like her at the end on the boat or him sinking. It was when they were coming back for the bodies, and you see that woman in the water holding her frozen baby. And it's just like, I don't know, I did that breathing thing that Anthony did where I was just like, I wasn't going to let myself cry, but that... Yeah, was... it's one of those where you just kind of kind of hold back. Yeah. And you go kind of... <gasps> you get that little juggle thing goes. You throw it kind of... You can't swallow. It would sound like... It seems like if you swallow, it's going to be... The whole theater will hear it like... <laughs> like you get oh this guy Adam's got a good one which one saving private Ryan at the end when he's saluting the flag any old veteran thing <laughs> done you ever watch uh, Band of Brothers watch the the series the Band series. of Brothers excellent fucking thing if you're looking to get someone a, a war buff uh, a series on DVD for Christmas Band of Brothers it's amazing at the end they have the actual guys from that were the band of brothers uh the they're all obviously old guys and they're talking about their experiences and you just see them like they'll be talking yeah uh, uh bobby i remember bobby a young uh, italian guy that uh, we had uh, gotten off the boats <laughs> i really can't talk about this right now and you uh, and you damn. go like <laughs> it is so hard to fucking watch just your impression, I think I got a little they, more. They do. They're man. talking about these guys like it was yesterday, and they were in this experience together that no one could ever imagine. And then, like, he's dead. This guy's still alive, and he's all old, and he's got the memories of him as a young kid. And he'll be talking and laughing about something, and a memory will click in his head, and these big old blue eyes. And he's the actual guy. Yeah. That doesn't count. You're insane. The actual people Anthony. don't count. Only movies count. Movie scenes that an actor did yeah. that made you cry. Maybe, maybe when Don Corleone dropped in the tomato patch. That was funny. <laughs> no real Stop people it. Count. You're spilling it. <laughs> no real people, no real stuff can count. Damn, man. Anthony's yeah. crying all over his apartment, though. You gotta get props No, no, He's no. He's through boxes <laughs> that, of tissues. That that does no. That didn't make me cry, but it it gets you like where you're like, this, this is some sad fucking shit. Anthony, this picture on the post, the front cover of the post, yeah, that's yeah. already the it's making me mad. It's See, like listen, making listen. me cry. You listen. cry over Grey Wolf song. Hold on, a lot of people want to comment on the instant feedback. Did you cry during Jerry Maguire too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, and then he Assholes. describes the part where Anthony cried. You had me at hello. Cut to Anthony watching on his couch. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, here you go. Uh, Assholes. Prince in D.C., what's up? Hey, it's Rich. I'm sorry, hey, Rich. Man. What's up? 
Uh, Anthony, I want to know if you cried on Milo and Otis when they got separated. <laughs> See, I never saw Milo and Otis. You never saw Milo and Otis. Animals. Or the bear. I can't. All right, we get it. You hate animals. Yes. I mean, you love animals. He loves yes. animals. Give me some human. All right, we get it. Give me a sad so human one that maybe I've seen. Chris in Jersey, know. what's up? Yeah, I want to know if Anthony cried at the end when, uh, in Howard the Duck when Leah Thompson. I didn't even hear the rest of what you guys are asking. The princess, the, the princess Bride was anything. Oh, very, said? very touching. No. Uh, no. Well, Anthony, you're not alone. Let's go to a guy named Memphis in New Jersey. He's confused. Memphis, what's up? No, it's a girl. Oh. Right. oh. Stripper name? I'm sorry? Stripper name? I guess my mom wanted me to be, but I'm not. Memphis. All right, Memphis, what's up? Um, no, Patrice is trying to act all tough. I just wanted to know if he cried at Braveheart. Every guy cried at Braveheart. When he got chopped up? Are you fucking Yells kidding me? freedom at the Yells end there. freedom? Nah. Horseshit. I, I, I'm Horseshit. telling you one thing about me. I'll give you an emotional there's scene, not, but not that worthy. There's not too many um, white people going through stuff, movies, that I've ever cried. I might have almost cried at Color Purple. but but Oh, okay, we watched that the other day. And my girlfriend says, she goes, I, there's like five scenes in this where she cries it, 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 in there. And uh, there there was. You could see it's very emotional and stuff. If oh, they were white people, I would have cried. I'm a stod. And really Billy care. Burr fucked up that cry for me. I'm a stod. He goes, it, in the movie, I was very sad because he mm. goes, give us free, right? And Billy goes, ah, that motherfucker sounds like the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> Give us cookie. Oh, and I like, ruined he, it. He fucked up my cookie. Took you out of it. But all oh, like the Cinderella man, I don't give a shit about it. He got shot freedom. Well, when the sisters at the end of The Color Purple come running when together they, in the when field. When they find each other, man, that's some yeah. shit. That's, you know, black family shit. See, that see, sure I'm, didn't make black what men about, look good. Uh, <laughs> not a good light on the black man. Yeah, what about Rudy? Rudy? You cry uh, during the Oh, not at all. Not, not a tear. Not, not a at all. I'm sorry. No. Not a drop. All right, we got some more uh, calling in here. Ken in Ohio. Ken? Yeah, man. I want to know if he cried watching The Champ. The Champ? With no. Ryan Wasn't O'Neal? that a killer? With the remake? I don't know. About Ricky Schroeder, man. He, that oh, is the man, remake. <laughs> the original oh, had like the the original was actually the kid was played by the guy that plays Uncle Fester. Jeez. He was a child actor. Wow. And uh, he was cute as a little button back then. <laughs> what about what about when the old man and woman in Titanic got dressed up and just laid in bed while everybody else was? I thought that was, was hysterical. Sad. That was that was very sad. <laughs> no, I loved it. That was sad, dude. Because you know what? You. It got I'm me thinking you. too much. I was sitting there thinking, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Lay there and take a breath? Suspension <laughs> of disbelief. Like it's gonna get to the point where that water gets up and you're gonna get out of that fucking bed yeah. and go ah. Yeah, they're not just going to lay there and you look all romantic and shit underwater. <laughs> you know that's a horrific... Get your old ass up and Yeah, you know that turned into a horrific cold. death when they went to the next scene, man. That's a, they, they try to romanticize that shit. To get out of there it. was no peace, and then they both made a deal to take there a deep no, breath, and one said, you know what? There was no peaceful death. <laughs> all right, you know what else is a little that sad? That was horrific, them crawling at the ceiling trying to get some air. <laughs> that was a little sad. <laughs> stupid fucking... <laughs> Oh, you ever see Downfall? Shit. What did you cry at? We didn't get nothing right. you almost cried at. Uh, there were some things. What? You ever see Downfall? Oh, Eric just Eric just played him out. Oh, we'll pl- we'll we'll turn him in well, in a second. I... Downfall when Hitler had to uh, take the cyanide pill and put it in his German <laughs> Shepherd's mouth and click it to kill his dogs before he killed himself. Oh. And he's attached to his dog, and I know it's Hitler and all, but it's just the guy and his dog. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of made me feel a little bad. 
as he as he kicked a Jew. As he, <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus! I said that on the air when I first saw the movie. People were like, "Are you insane?" I'm like, like a bird of Jews, but he loves his dog. Hitler. You know, I know he's not it's so bad. I know it's Hitler. He saved his pet, but he had a kiss and, and and he and you know something? He did his own dog. He didn't have one of his other guys do it. He he was you know gave the dog the cyanide, clamped down. And, Don, and John. then Hitler kind of walked away with his arms behind his back, feeling yeah. all bad about it. John in North Carolina. John? <laughs> hey, boys. How you doing? Hey. Look yeah, at me like I'm crazy. I know. That yes, sir. Movie, Rudy gets me every time. Yeah, I think I had a little moisture during Rudy. Rudy? A little bit, a little bit. That, Near the end of the movie there? That quarterback. It's all worth it. Yeah, everything that. he went through. There you go. Glory, when Denzel picks up the flag. God damn it. Glory. That's Glory, a good Glory has two. Glory's Denzel's one tier. Yeah. That one tier. That single tier that, thing. There's something about it. That's they, the greatest. They know how to get us. Yeah, yeah, they do. Mike in Jersey. Bastards. Mike? Yeah, I actually have two. Um, tell me you didn't cry at the end of Field of Dreams when he's playing catch with his dad. That was pretty cool. Uh, no. That had a little um, something to it. No? And and the other one is uh, Brian's song. Tell me you didn't cry when he went. Uh, back uh, in the day, Brian's song. Yeah. I love Brian Piccolo. It, it, and I want you to love him too. Yeah. Brian's song is is it's a it's Iffy. a yeah it's a, it's it's there but it's not enough to make a, a man cry. Uh, All right, thank you, sir. Let's go to Gooch in Cleveland. Gooch. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey man. Hey, uh, did you cry when uh, Bubba got killed in Forrest Gump, man? The big lip retard, man. He didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. What was he even doing there? <laughs> I, got, I got shot, Forrest. You something bit me. I, I can't deal with that, dude. Oh, I, I was in the theater watching it, but luckily there was a chick with me, so it all worked out. There you go. All right, fellas. <laughs> What'd you cry out, sweeto? Well, a few of those were mentioned. Rudy. Some of the some of the craziness of Sixth Sense was uh, got me a little bit. So the, what's the what's the the end of Gladiator? All right, what's the, the thing that, that taps that taps? What's the part of you that's being tapped? There's no like when you all out when you crying cry, or anything. I know you're not weeping, but what's the thing where you just get a little? What is that? What is the tapping into Rudy? Because mm. Rudy, like some this thing, like the guy goes feel the dreams. He's catching it with his dad. I'm not trying to be like stereotypical. I don't know my father. That yeah. shit gets me nowhere. Or Undo anything it. with a with a you know uh, they soul food and the, the whole family thing. I didn't have all that to relate to it. Yeah. So what is it about Rudy that you relate to and you go wow that is sad. Rudy didn't do anything for me. Mm. Well. He worked his ass off, and he finally got a chance to prove himself. Underdog. <laughs> I think it's any time, any time. Underdog shit. Whether you're crying or not. Shit, right. Whether you're blubbering, crying or not. Whether Or you're just, like, feeling like an emotion welling up or something. It's just when an actor can really convey a strong emotion on screen. Yeah. That's what'll do it. Whether it's love or, or some kind of reunion Thing like that, any any kind of shit like that will get you. Yeah, I got another one. But they got to be good. How about when there Ajax gets no... caught in the Warriors? Now that, you know, I was welling up like, <laughs> just wanted to rape the bitch. And... <laughs> Why do they leave alone? <laughs> Ajax. I got another one. 48 hours, he was great as Gans. Nice gun. I got another one in the notebook when she realizes that the man next to her is her husband. Which, was, which one? That was pretty tough. There's some movies that <laughs> you're a fan no, that's of. You said yeah. that you saw oh. The Notebook. <laughs> right, The Notebook. That was Devin. Uh. Oh, that's feedback. 
All right, we want to get to a couple other things before we get out of here. This Boy, is... we went from fag to faggier, didn't we? <laughs> no Gangsta fag to fag. crying movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> crying and shit. Gangsta fag is listening going, what the fuck These is guys are pussies. <laughs> Gangsta fag will make you cry. Gangsta fag. I'll blow some nut in your eye. <laughs> Gangsta fag going, that scene in American Me. When they fucked that guy in the butt with the with the butt knife, that was fucked up, yo. Cause I was dead. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to uh, the other shit. side of this uh, thing we call uh, radio, I guess. We don't need to talk about Shaq the cop. That's just a joke thing. Who cares? Like he's actually gonna be on patrol doing his thing. Stop it. Um, five-year-old girl who feels no pain. Have you seen Last this girl yet? No. She feels no pain whatsoever. They interviewed her on uh, Good Morning America. Listen to this. She seemed so perfect. Such a good little girl, and she was. Yeah. At a few days old, though, Gabby slept through the prick of a blood test, and in the morning, she'd be in her crib, quiet, but freezing cold to the touch. Very cold. Amazingly cold. But then, you know, she'd wake right up and be happy, and, and I just remember that. It turns out she didn't react to the pain of a needle or the cold because she couldn't feel it. Pain teaches, pain protects, pain can save you from a lot of bad things in life. What seems at first blush like a gift is in fact a devastating disability. Every childhood milestone has become a new danger instead of a joy. She started cutting teeth and she had bit down through her skin. She would have bit down to the bone had I let her. It was just chewed up. Well, we decided to pull her teeth because she was mutilating her fingers. Well <laughs> Whoa! I didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we pulled her teeth. Didn't uh, even have to take her to the dentist. She doesn't feel anything. We just uh, went out back with the pliers. Oh, uh, she's gonna make a great girlfriend. So oh, through most she of the, gets old enough, man. Through most of that clip, I was just sitting there going, "So, so." Yep. Like she's not feeling the pain. So what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. She's not feeling it. So when she's, she's when she's 22, but now sweetie, I'm fisting you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know it. How's that feel? What? How does what feel? It must feel great. <laughs> no, I'm just paying some bills here. <laughs> Doesn't even know. Let's, let's go to the end of the clip again. Teeth, and she had bit down through her skin. She would have bit down to the bone had I let her. It was just chewed up. Well, we decided to pull her teeth because she was mutilating her fingers. Yeah. Yeah. He says it so casually. So uh, mutilating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I've had to pull the teeth. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's a hell of an affliction. Yeah. Some people got. You can die from that. Some you, know, you just die. It gets worse. Oh no. And learning to walk just made her more vulnerable. By the time Gabby was two and a half, she had been hospitalized and been injured multiple times. And her little eyes were especially at risk. You'd look away for one second and you'd look back and she'd have her finger in her eye. You're watching your child go blind right in front of you. Her desperate parents tried <laughs> restraints. It was horrible. You felt like you were torturing your child. And they tried goggles, but by the time Gabby was four, she needed to have her left eye removed. Today, the Holy shit! Stop it! <laughs> Do we really need this with our morning coffee. You just what? You're just trying to take a peek at TV before you head out the door. Wait, she would just pick at her eyeball <laughs> until it had to come out because she it didn't hurt. Like, normally, you just touch your eye, and it, you, you know. It would freak you out. Your you, body tells be, you, you don't do that. You would barely be able to touch your own eyeball. Dr. Than is in the studio. Dr. Than, what uh, more info could you uh, give us <laughs> on this? 
Um, yeah, she would just, she would scratch, you know, if she felt an itch, she would scratch it. Like when you have an itchy eye, you shut your eye and then kind of rub it. And use your finger, yeah. She would just keep it open and scratch her eyeball? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, God. She's like an X-Files mutant with no talent. Yep. It just, there's no way anything she does can help. No. Nope. I am feel no pain person. I just <laughs> fuck myself just up. Kill her. They are slowly. Yeah, they're just dismantling her. Teeth and eyeballs and fingers. You know what I'm saying? It's just like just poor woman. We had. Well, let's see what else is going on here with her. Shoot her, sweetie. We just shot you. You are. But by the time Gabby was four, she needed to have her left eye removed. Today, the tiniest actions pose huge threats. Oh, you okay, puppies? Playing with the dog. Don't let her. We told her that it's good for her. Wait, was that an owl? They just explain it. Yeah. Oh. I was happy for her. She got an owl. Like she felt something. Dog. Ow! We told her that it's good for her to say ow because it lets people know she's bumped or hit something. Challenges that Gabby's parents know they'll have to face for a lifetime. We've met families that have lost their kids. So at the same time, so what if our kid is blind? So what if she ends up in a wheelchair? We can hold her, we can love her, we'll do everything we can. I love that no two one eyed bitch. You can also do that with a kitten. That no two one eyed bitch with no pain. No pain feeling, chewed fingered, (laughs) fucking dog bitten. Everybody wants to know if you're uh, sobbing while listening to this, Anthony. Yeah, (laughs) I was getting a little misty, I gotta be honest with you. (laughs) Assholes. Oh, what a great movie that would be. Oh, I'm sure they'll make a you know lifetime experience. Helen Keller and. uh, we got audio of her as an adult trying to walk. Uh, would you like to hear it? Uh, uh, yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> she, we told her to say, "Oh dear Lord," when she falls. <laughs> or "Good Lord." <laughs> argument going on. No, and and it's not a lifetime that they're going to have to do this until she gets old enough to realize you can't scratch your own fucking eyeball and tell her. When you get a ba- She's baby, be out of uh, body parts by that time. I know. What, what did I do? Let's say hi to Craig in Cleveland. Craig, what's up? I was going to say this chick sounds like she's the start of a new supervillain. Yeah, but no power whatsoever to do anything. <laughs> no power. The power to get fucked up and not feel it. Great. <laughs> Back to the uh, workshop on that one. All right, we got one more clip. I think Stan Lee's pissed off he missed that one. <laughs> no pain, girl. No pain, girl. Nah. Crumbles it up, throws it away. So oh, there's some oh. disconnect between... <laughs> The brain and the fingers and, and every other part of her body, right? Exactly. There's, uh, she's got, like Trish said, she has a sense of touch, but somewhere between touch and where we would feel pain, the threshold on her is wow. extremely high or non-existent. I, I'm not a doctor, but there's just some neuron or something that doesn't... The way, the way it was explained no. to us is that each nerve fiber is three nerves. One's for touch, one's for motion. There's a separate nerve for pain and in that nerve there is, like you said, a disconnect. It doesn't... The pain signal, even though the finger might be saying, ouch, the brain never hears it. Oh, my my wow. one for emotion is very uh, sensitive. It must be what it is that I well up and tear up. And <laughs> First thing I do is my son, not the NFL. I sell him to the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> he can really take a hit. My son will not feel. Just check him after every game. Check his feet. Make sure his toe ain't gone. Make sure his eyeball ain't stuck. <laughs> Get that nigga some big gloves so he can't scratch his eyeball. <laughs> Send him out. Put him in, coach. <laughs> but she has the itch nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she can feel itch. 
And she can feel touch, which is weird. And, you know? and they're taking away body parts, and uh, the listeners are trying to figure it out now. So they took the teeth out because she was biting through her lips and stuff, right? And chewing on her fingers. And chewing her, on her fingers. So they took her eye out because she's using her fingers. She scratched her eye. Oh, scratched the eyes. damaged so it. So she has one eye left. So Chris has something here. Chris in Pennsylvania. Hey, they should just take off the rest of her fingers and save that last eye. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? So now you they got to sacrifice the fingertips. Right. For, to save the eye. To save the, the eye. Rub with her stumps. That's so it fucking works. stupid. Just t take off a hat. This is what you do. You snip. For anybody else whose kids mm -hmm. have to scratch their eyeball because they don't have paint, take the snips off of two adult gloves and and tape them to her scratch the finger eye or scratch the, the eye finger. Yeah. And then uh, the, the eyeball part of it or the, the teeth part, put a mouthpiece in the fucking kid's mouth. So she's wearing a mouthpiece and glove <laughs> fingers. A mouthpiece and a and, glove finger. That's and, it. She should get into ultimate fighting. <laughs> <laughs> go up Never against, taps out. Go up against these Tukey Williams type of guys. <laughs> what the some fuck? This chick can take a punch. Some Guatemalan's got her in some hold where the arm is twisted around the back and she's just fucking like... <laughs> you quit. Show me what you got. Say, 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 uh, say, what is it? Say you give. Give, you give. Uh-uh. All right, Mark in North Carolina. Hey, how you doing, O.N.A.? All right. I was going to say, I'll probably go to hell for saying this one, but she can probably grow up to be the next uh, anal porn queen. Oh, wow. Hey, funny show this morning, guys. Been laughing all morning. Thanks. All right. Thank you, sir. So there you go. A little audio that Poor Nathaniel thing. found this no morning. No eye, no fucking teeth. That's pretty fucked up. It's just, it should be something they could do. They, that was, that, they rushed to judgment on that. They just rushed, rushed to judgment and left the parents responsible for a little too much. I think there should have been more doctors involved in what they should do. What do we do? Ah, pull her teeth out. Ah, we just let her walk around and scratch her eyeball out of her head. Maybe they should have been watching, like, constantly. How about you pin her down? All the time. Yeah. Restrain her all the time and feed her. And then you get her up to exercise and you Velcro her hands to her sides and make her run around the yard like that with, like, bumper, like boating bumpers yeah. a, around her body. With a stick in the middle, like one of those those soccer ball things that you hit and it spins around the stick. Right, right. Yeah. She just runs around in, in, in a circle and it's just it. There are plenty of ways. These parents were lazy. I was going to say, you got to start looking at the parents. All they have to do is keep her alive and uh, not harming herself until she's what? For a few years, well, so smack around and say... Until she fully uh, understands what it's all ten, about. Eight, ten, nine. And say, don't scratch her eyeball out. Taking her eye out? Mommy... My eye's itching. Well, nigga, we're going to take it out. Don't <laughs> scratch it. We're going to take out your eye? Oh, Holy my. shit. All right. Well, we got to go there. Uh, Chester's liver from whackbag.com. God forbid this girl hits puberty and starts fingering herself. God only knows what her parents will take oh. out next. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, she doesn't feel pain. It could look like that scene from Poltergeist with the technician in the mirror. <laughs> what the hell? What happened to my uh, pussy? Oh, you you got to think you still have the instinct to, like, fool around with yourself. Oh, so, man, man, the damage she's doing. Well, she feel Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. See, there you go. That's sad. And here's somebody else. Uh, a lot of No questions. cramps, though, girls. How about that? Daniel. envious now, I bet you. Texas. What's up? Uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. Um, I was I saw something on TV about that girl a couple of weeks ago. She can't actually feel when she has to go to the restroom either. So she, that's another thing that's wrong with her. She oh, oh, now she's hot again. Oh, she's a she's a she is millions of dollars. The, the parents are fucking up the future money that she has coming right. to her. Yeah.
That's a, she's a she's peas that get will. She can take anything. <laughs> Let's go to Jack in Jersey. Jack. Hey, big deal. Every Saturday night, I'm just like that little girl when I drink too much Jägermeister. <laughs> you wake up, you've chewed your fingers off and shoved them in your eyeball. Let's go to Kevin in Baltimore. Kevin? Yeah, this is uh, Kevin. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so let's go to Kevin in Baltimore, you stuttering, muttering prick. I was wondering how the heck they uh, discipline her. It's not like you can really spank her or anything like that. Cut a fucking pick an eye out. Yeah, obviously they know how to punish. (laughs) When she's scratching just a hole, she's mad as a (laughs) mother. Boxing gloves and hockey helmets. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You got boxing gloves and a hockey helmet on. You can't touch shit. Oh my god, that's the end of the show. That went very quickly today. Mr. H, what's up? Hey, will uh, will will she uh, say "ow" or cry out when Patrice shoves that big glass butt plug up her ass? Come on. All right, Mike in Boston. What's up, Mike? Yeah, you guys talking about uh, that girl being like a fucking villain or something? Yeah. Yeah, there was a villain like that in the in one of the new James Bond movies with uh, uh, Charlie Sheen's wife. Oh. And it sucked. Who the hell is still watching James Bond movies? Me. They got a new I, one. I, I gave up on that series. I, 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 I can't even fucking yeah. Cold War ended. Oh, the the Leia Cake guy is the new, uh, the new one. Oh, uh, you guys suck. I was oh, watching oh, oh, the guy got? from Leia Cake. He's the new boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Leia really? Cake's a great movie, Good movie. Uh, Mario in Brooklyn. Mario. Boys, Patrice Rule. Uh, upside down lampshade around the neck like a dog. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Uh, <laughs> there you go. It works for them. There you go. We got a solution. See? The cones around the My neck. We solved the problem today on the damn show. You remember who recommended Leia? Cake, by the way, on this show first, and we yes, laughed at her. Francine. Francine. No, she was confused by it, though. She thought there was so much, too much going on or something, I thought. Yeah, but she said it was a good movie. Did she? No, yeah. I'm not sure. We're going to have to ask her. Dummy. Tom in Jersey, what's up? Fucking dummy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was going to tell you guys, I listened to you guys since you uh, got off of uh, 102.7. Thank you, sir. So I'll let you know, you guys, you still suck, man. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Is that good or bad? I don't even know. Oh, man, I've listened to you guys in a while. He's fucking awesome. Uh, Take care. Thank you, Tom. You know how much that sucks? He was a huge fan when we were on regular radio. This is the first day he's listening to us. The first fucking day. Mm. I stopped watching James Bond when uh, I started welling up and cried when Odd Job got killed, <laughs> grabbing his hat and getting shot. I got a little misty, the oh big fella. God, what they did to that big gook. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they hurting Bob oh. Kelly? <laughs> All right, Patricia uh, Neal, thanks. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. That's it. I'm out of here.